Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. down low my hair ain't never hung down to my shoulders and it might not grow you never know but I'm clever when I bust a rhyme I'm clever always on your mind she's clever and I really want to grow but why come? You're the last to know. <clears throat> I mean, sis just came back from the concert, hitting okay. us with the all shoes. Alright, alright, Go ahead. You know, I got into my groove because you know I love um, my problematic Queen Erica Badu. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I love her musical truth. stylings. Yes. Nah, you know, you know, I'm always gonna speak the truth, but her musical stylings are just unmatched, and like she looked fucking phenomenal. My God, oh, at fifty years old, if I can put on a heel and a fucking pair of stockings and sashay out on a stage for you niggas, I want you to know that I will. I hope you know. What I'm, I'm looking saying. forward to it. Your girl looked great. She had on these like legging, stocking, paneled things. Go ahead. And, so, and a heel and a little bubble bubble coat that matched them. And it was just like, look at your body, girl. Gwals. Gwals. I love, I love, love, love the way that we celebrate each other. I t- I've always said nobody's going to comp- compliment you quite like a black woman. No, no, it's just not happening. Nobody. <laughs> it's just not happening. Not one no. person. I don't mm-hmm. care where you go, where what you're looking for, what you need, what the circumstances are. We just have a it's way of is. celebrating one another or celebrating things generally. That is unmatched. I and mean, even in Denver, as I'm walking up and I'm trying to figure out which one of these entrances do you go in in this thing? This black girl walks up with this, just this all black outfit and this black lipstick. And when I tell you mama was bad and I said, this outfit right here, I was like, you look the fuck good. Listen. And she was like, you too, sis. And, it's, it's, like, and it's something that knits us together. So over the weekend, I had the great honor and privilege of traveling mm-hmm. uh, to Tulum to celebrate my friends getting married. Shout out to the Parhams, Tiffany the and DJ. Did you serve Beef Wellington at your wedding? Beef Wellington at your wedding, darling. (laughs) Uh, No, but it was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful event. A wonderful occasion. Two awesome people coming together um, in in a way that just really, really represented not only how deeply they love each other, but how Mm. deeply they love 
all of us and we love them in, yes. in return. And it was just so dope. So shout out to everyone that I got a chance to meet at the Pawham wedding yes. this past weekend. <laughs> Uh, everyone so was so was so uh was so dope i really had an awesome time um I and the group that. me you know they of course niggas got a group me the group me is is popping um, oh you already know it's like when we going on the exactly. next one uh, it's like see y'all niggas next year or whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah never speak to you again but to, to that point to that point <laughs> yo i mean you know niggas coming together for the functions you know the fits is gonna yep. be fitting right oh um, yes you know at all the different events and occasions and let me tell you i mean they had your girl feeling good about herself i mean just yes. as i as i transition from event to event and you know from the pool to dinner to you know even to the wedding and the reception you know everyone just you look good girl no you look good girl you get <laughs> yes. no you come on baby sue come on body it was giving all of that like, like the whole weekend and it's that just my kind of carrying on you know I don't like yeah. mess y'all know that no. y'all know I don't like no. mess I hate it actually and it's we're bad too old for my for skin and we're point. too old right everybody's yeah. here we outside everyone's not alive a and well episode bitch relax exactly we're alive we're well we safe mm -hmm. we have what we need mm -hmm. let's just have a good time let's and just we're on have vacation right let me tell you something I'm, I'm so tired of hoes arguing over ceviche like <laughs> how are you how do you have sunsets and beaches in the background and you're throwing uh pinot grigio on each other it's like, the things right bitch, it's, it's like the entitlement get it together bitch. it's the entitlement yes. i i actually was very intentional and i mean like i said on the pre-show shout out to the pre-show um yes. this is how i know i had a good time there's only one video of me you know I, I only have one video i was in i was in i was there for five days i didn't take one picture not because i i didn't mm -hmm. want to it was just mm -hmm. that i was being present and just trying yep. not to be glued to this phone or worried about mm -hmm. anything other than that um and mm -hmm. just wanted to post the things that i wanted to post as y'all know this weekend was also the anniversary of my brother's passing and so it was you know an opportunity uh, another another opportunity for me to sort of grow in my grief in a particular kind of yeah. way and allow myself um, <coughs> to sort of just be honest and transparent and say what I need. Mm -hmm. And I'm grateful for everyone that supported me. Um, you know, Tiffany said when I arrived that, you know, everything that I needed was right there. And this it was never a need for me to sort of detach myself from the group. Um, yeah. whatever I needed, however I needed it, folks would support me. And that's exactly what happened. And it was yeah. just beautiful. And to know that I wasn't the only one there grieving, but we were all able to sort of come together and, yep. and honor our grief, um, but also acknowledge that grief and joy can and should coexist. And simultaneously, um, absolutely. You know, I will always 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 honor my brother's life i'm gonna say his name every day um Absolutely. and i believe that that brian uh you know at, at, as tiffany and i were talking about it it's about honoring brian's life by living mm -hmm. the life that i have mm -hmm. and allowing mm -hmm. myself to to sort of um grow through whatever the transitions of of the of the of the process was and you know i had my moments and I and I mm -hmm. took the time that I needed when I needed it, um, but when you know, but you know, it was just awesome to sort of be surrounded by people 
um, and not have to negotiate those very difficult days all alone. So shout out to y'all. I love everyone. Everyone that reached out to me and, and, and said kind, wonderful, supportive things. Know, know that I mean it from my heart when I say that I appreciate it and I appreciate you and I love y'all very, 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 very much. We love you. You know, you're always in the, it always in the, um, prayers and always, you know and what I'm I feel saying? Them. I feel them. I feel the strength yeah. of them. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Always. But we have some amazing conversations oh to get gosh, into. Oh guys. Get ready. Um, on our kitchen table talk. But before that, mm-hmm. we... We want to round out our graduation announcements. Yes, let me pull So we're going to close this graduation season out. Yes, indeed. With our final run of announcements. Um, oh, yes. You know, maybe there will be a little surprise Perhaps. next week. We will see. We're going to see how things sh- shake and bake. You're going to have but to in tune the meantime, in to see. Yeah. And, and, and we're, yes, we know we're skipping the trash. We don't feel like talking about anything that's going on i i just can't concern myself with other people's business right now no i can't at all i don't have i would rather focus on the cinnamon girls i'm not gonna hold you oh earth is ghetto (laughs) i wanna leave Mm -hmm. earth is ghetto i wanna i wanna leave cj i wanna i wanna leave (laughs) <laughs> that's your trash segment right there go ahead and hold that in your back Earth pocket is ghetto. i want to leave get me out of here <laughs> let's um, move on to these yeah. brad announcements let's kick ball change over there shall we my sister's popping right now like it's time to get into these graduation announcements we're very excited about it um we know there was a reprise last week but don't Lest whatever the fuck I was about to say. Uh, there, nevertheless. We st- nevertheless. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy to help. I'm just here. I'm here to help. Thank you for oh. being able to translate me. Mm-hmm. Uh, nevertheless, we did come together in our travels in our to travels. read the current yes, announcements we because we still wanted everybody to get the flowers that they That's deserve. Right. So don't don't you know look at it and say it's a reprise episode i don't have to do it because there are fresh, fresh. graduation announcements there for you all right fresh. with that being said we're gonna get into our first announcement this week mm-hmm. from emerald quartz emerald i just we have quartz. to say the whole name so sorry emerald quartz. hey chef jade and dr kia i just wanted to give a huge congratulations to my sis allison let's go despite huge. life very much lifing recently mm. Allie graduated nursing school last month and i couldn't be more proud of her if i tried i can't help but think of all the patients and families who will be positively impacted by her compassion knowledge and warm presence with medical racism absolutely being a thing yes it is especially as it relates to black people seeking health care and especially black women and girls I know my girl will be in the hospital shaking the table and advocating for us. I also want to acknowledge Jade's graduation. I know some of those Aww. folks were trying you, but you did it anyway. You you are right, sister. Not so wrong. proud. I'll be back in the inbox in about two years congratulating myself next time. Yeah. My BFA in photography is on the way. Thank you both for all that you do and for consistently holding space. Emerald Quartz. Emerald Quartz. Emerald, thank you for writing in, Mamacita, and congratulations to your sister, Allison. Absolutely. 
The next one was someone sending a picture. We'll make sure that that makes the montage, darling, down to the Oh, yes, honey. Uh, but I'll read the, the following one. Hi, Jaden Kia. I go by Mercy. Um, I'll get straight to it as to not take up too much of your time. I want to give a huge shout out to my baby brother, Marcellus Xavier Simmons, for graduating summa cum laude from Wingate University with a bachelor's degree in science on May 16th. 2022. Marcellus, you already know how incredibly proud I am of you, but I want the rest of the world to know you are going to do dope things with the Wingate fo football team and in your graduate program. I love you very much. I also want to give a huge shout out to my baby girl, my ray of sunshine, my five-year-old daughter, Reagan Maria. She will be graduating from pre-K on June the 8th. Fun fact. Yes. I was listening to Getting Grown while I was in labor. What? What? <laughs> The I baby came into the world to filth. <laughs> I was listening to Getting Grown while I was in labor and many times during the long nights when she was a newborn. Getting Aww. Grown is the same age as my baby. Yes, it is. So you guys Aww. hold a really special place in my heart. Reagan, a.k.a. Dinky Doodlebug, mommy and daddy are so proud of you and so excited for you to start this new journey of your life. We can't believe this day has arrived so fast because it feels like you were born yesterday, but here we are. We love you so much. As always, thank you, Jaden Kier, for giving everyone their flowers and creating a safe space for us. May God continue to bless you both. And that is from Mercy. Oh, oh wait a second. Mercy. She put the phonetic pronunciation at the bottom. So it's not Mercy. It's actually Mercedes. Mercedy. I'm so I sorry. Mercedes. Thank you, Mercedes. Congratulations Thank to your baby brother, Marcellus, and to your ray of sunshine, Reagan Maria. And yes. shout out to you for being, I mean, a longtime charter member listener. <laughs> Listen, you get some kind of VIP just you while you're in labor. I mean, wow, while you're in labor, you're kidding. Okay. We, were we with love y'all. Right there in the canals. In All right. <laughs> next. <laughs> All right, our next announcement reads, Hey, Dr. Kia and Chef Jade. My name is Evan, and I'm writing in to shout out three family members that all got their college degrees this year. First, my sister Brianna graduated with her BA in Human Development and Family Studies from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. Go off. She'll be relocating to the Charlotte area to expand her small business and attend esthetician school. Y'all can find her on Instagram at GlamourXBri. BRI. And yes, I have permission to share this. Go ahead. On the same day, my cousins Justin and Jordan graduated with their degrees in business and finance from Hampton University. They'll be in the DMV area pursuing their careers. I'm super proud of them as they definitely could have given up during the pandemic, but they pushed through the ghetto that is online learning. I've attached pictures of all of them on their graduation days. I found the podcast during a rough patch in my PhD studies, and y'all have been a weekly source of hope and joy, and I thank y'all. I look forward to writing in once I finish this PhD. Thanks, Evan. Aw, oh, Evan. Shout out to your sister, Brianna, and your cousins, Justin and Jordan. Congratulations. Absolutely. Congratulations. So that was Evan Brooks. I'm gonna... This is from um, Devin. Hello, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia. I want to celebrate two folks who I consider to be chosen family. It was an honor seeing them walk across the commencement stage a few weeks ago. I will start with Mohammed Sese. 
EDD, who completed his Doctor of Education degree in Educational Leadership. Muhammad and I met at work, where we are both student affairs professionals. The rest is history. I'm honored to call him friend and brother. Muhammad persevered through personal loss and the professional challenges of supporting students during the pandemic. I love you, Dr. Um, Sese. Next, way, next, I want to shout out Jillian Mosley, MA, who finished her Master of Arts degree in Educational Leadership. I also met Jillian at work, and she has become the big sister I never had. Jillian made the choice to return to college after a successful career in the hospitality industry. She wasted no time after completing her bachelor's degree and went straight into her master's program. I'm eternally grateful to have Jillian in my life. I love sharing the kitchen with her, and I will always be indebted to her for teaching me the importance of using my voice and knowing my worth. I am shamelessly going to shout out myself, too. I didn't graduate, but I was recently appointed the Dean of Students at a small private college in the yes. Bay Area. Everyone may call me Dean Carr from now on. Thank you, Jaden hey. Kia. The world is not deserving of the light you both carry, but we are truly thankful for it. And that is from Devin Carr. MD. Dean Carr. Thank you, Dean Carr. We appreciate you. Congratulations to Dr. Sese and uh, congratulations to Jillian Mosley. We're proud of y'all. Yes, very much so. Mm -hmm. Hi, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia. I would like to shout out my sister Janae on her graduation from Temple University Go ahead. with her Master of Science in Communication Management this spring. Congrats, sis. I love you and I'm so proud of you. And that's from Jasmine. Jasmine, Jasmine. you come through with this brief beautiful truncated Please announcement and, and she posted a picture of janae okay who has on a pant okay a jean and a, a pump i love a, a casual pump. queen i love it very functional i love it graduation attire um the next one uh reads hey ladies i have literally been listening since the beginning and have been waiting for this moment that those those that was the emphasis meant that these things were in caps. <laughs> Just kidding. Shout out to my <laughs> husband and me. We are both graduates, class of 2022. We both oh. obtained our Bachelor of Business degrees and are so thankful and excited. It's been a long time coming, especially for me. And we are so proud to be able to show our two children, ages 15 and 12, what hard work and perseverance can do. My husband works not one, but two jobs, one of which is almost two hours from our house. And I work full time yes. to take care of all the kids, practices, appointments, etc. We are always on the move. I am so very proud of us and excited for this next chapter. Master's degrees. Here we come. Congratulations. Congratulations to us, Mr. Cornelius Q. Wallace and Miss Brittany, Mrs. Brittany D. Wallace. Also a huge congratulations to Chef Jay. You did that, girl. Love Thank you, ladies. You, God I bless. Thank you. you, Brittany. Congratulations to you and your husband. We are definitely proud of y'all. Absolutely. Shout out to you, Brittany. Our next announcement reads: Good morning, Jade and Oh Lord. Who's Kira? Who is that? <laughs> who is it? I mean, who is I'm that? going to I'm going to just publicly shave y'all every time. Uh, good morning, Jade and Kia. Thank in the last in the in in the last few days, my baby girl will be graduating uh, from the eighth grade at the top of her class. Mm -hmm. Through her hard work, she has earned her spot as the 2022 salutatorian from the Learn Charter Romano Butler school 
Chloe will be attending one of the top high schools in the city of Chicago, Whitney Young, attended by Michelle Obama. All right. As a mom, I couldn't be more proud. Both of my children are highly intelligent, self-motivated, and intuitive individuals. Mm -hmm. Someone in heaven must really love me. I often wonder how I got so lucky. And that's from from Trishel. Yes. And then she added her picture. She added Chloe's picture. Chloe looks like she is an esteemed young woman, okay? So cute. And I love you, Trishel, and I meant all of my shaming and love. (laughs) (laughs) As did I. Okay. Dear Dr. Kia and (laughs) Chef Jade, I wrote you back in 2019 from my sister, and now it is finally my turn. After nine long years of fighting mostly myself, I'm currently finishing my last two courses and will graduate in August with my bachelor's in electrical engineering from Eidenhoven, Eidenhoven University of Technology. This is assuming I will pass the coming exams on June 30th and July 5th. Please keep me in your prayers since I can feel self-doubt creeping up again. Thank you for the wonderful podcast, good advice, and weekly entertainment. Um, Oh, she wrote... I don't know what this means. Well, okay. She wrote Lobi You, which is the language of the Suriname, which means love you. We love you too, girl. And that is kindly. And that is from Valerie. So, Valerie, we are believing that you're going to successfully complete your exams and do well. Entrance and, you know, matriculate on to completing your, your final courses and graduate in August as you are expecting and anticipating. And I am very proud of you for sticking it out and excited to hear. Make sure you email us back in August and let us know when you close seal the deal, girl. Please. We want to hear all about it. And I love that. Love you. Love you. That's in Shenang Tongo. I love that. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Our next one reads, praise the Lord, Dr. Kia and Chef Jade. Praise Hope him. you both are doing well and protecting y'all peace with all the nonstop shenanigans going non-stop. on out here. Nonstop. Thank you for another congratulations on my program. I appreciate you all for being so supportive. I would like to say congratulations to my sister, Abina, who recently graduated with her MBA from Virginia Tech University. It was a long road to get here, but we did. Yes, I said we, because it was a group effort. I know that's right. You make me a proud big sister. Banda, banda, gang, gang. Here are some (laughs) of her graduation pictures. Thank you, Ama. And he included some beautiful pictures. Oh, I love that. They included some beautiful pictures of their sister. Oh, congratulations to you, mamacita. So good. Hello, Dr. Kia and Chef Jay. First, thank you so much for providing this opportunity to your listeners. I love listening to you ladies each week and watching you on Patreon. Hey, girl. Feel like you're my friends in my head. Um, Keep up the amazing work and congratulations, Chef Jade, in completing culinary school. I am beyond proud of you. This is to shout out my husband and my kindergarten graduate, our daughter, Joran Moody. Our six-year-old girl is graduating on Friday, June the 10th from kindergarten, and we are beyond proud of her. Jaren was homeschooled for her pre-K by me due to COVID, and I was worried about her falling behind. My worries were for nothing because our baby girl is one of the top three readers in all of the kindergarten classes. She has surpassed all reading and math goals all year and is a, quote, joy to have in class, according to her teacher. 
Yes. Joran is not only an academic success, but she is also kind, loving, helpful, caring, a green belt with a blue stripe in Taekwondo and very sweet. Yes. Stunt. Kick ass, we are, ass baby girl. We are so blessed to be her parents and pray that we continue to guide her in a positive direction in this life journey. Congratulations, Joran. Um, mommy and daddy are extremely proud of you, by the way. Oh, Jaren means loved by God, and we were intentional oh. when choosing her name. Again, thank you for this opportunity, and shout out to our graduate. I pray that you both continue to live a life you love and stay blessed. And that is from Stacy. Thank you, Stacy girl. Oh, Stacy, thank you, Stacy. Congratulations, Congratulations to your baby, Jordan, baby, baby girl. So precious. Yes, out I here. love that. First of all, an achiever. Do you hear me? Kindergarten I mean, and a green in, in belt with a blue stripe in I Taekwondo. Mean, Let me like, tell you something. Dustin has a homegirl in Flint who tells her baby at the top of every day. I know everybody won't agree. But she tells her baby at the top of every day, don't take no shit today. And the uh, baby goes, okay. <laughs> Let me tell you who's not taking no shit today. Uh, Join, okay? <laughs> Fuck what you heard. <laughs> we love you, baby girl. And thank you, Bobby Stacy, for writing in. Yes, Okay, indeed. congratulations to both of y'all. Absolutely. That ain't no easy feat, schooling your own child. It sure ain't. Congratulations to you. You deserve all the wine. Hi, <laughs> Chef Jada, Dr. Word. Kia. I met hey. you both at the last San Francisco Friend wow. Zone Get and Grow meet and greet. The very last live show that the we very last have one. done. Absolutely. And it was such an honor and hope to be able to meet you again once this pandaria has calmed the fuck down for good. Hopefully, child. This graduation season, I would like to publicly congratulate congratulate my two little cousins, Kaylee and Lil Frankie. <laughs> Lil Frankie. Get little Frankie. Kaylee Sunshine graduated high school with honors and Go got ahead. to wear white graduation regalia, something I don't think anyone in our family has ever done. <laughs> little Frankie is graduating sixth grade and will be moving on to middle school next year, and our family could not be more proud of him. I would also like to shout out myself for getting my 200-hour yoga teacher certification Go this ahead. past January Go after ahead. a year of self-paced yoga school during the Pandulce, where my goal is to teach <laughs> affordable and accessible yoga for Q-BIPOC immigrants and any other marginalized person who would like to start a yoga practice for themselves. Yes. Also, to be one more woman of color teacher in the yoga industry because representation matters. Thank you for reading this, and I wish you both all the happiness and success in the world. And that's from Sarah Rivera. Yes. Yes. Oh, little yes. Frankie. Little Frankie. I love little Frankie. Love, look at little Frankie. Oh, and I look at, it. oh, look at Kaylee Sunshine. And she looks like a ball of sunshine. I mean, just adorable in every way. And shout out to you, Sarah. Yes. Okay, 200 hours in yoga ain't no bitch. I know that's right. Hello, Dr. Kia and Chef J. My name is Sam. I ain't going to hold y'all, but I have three <laughs> announcements. So you going to hold us. Go ahead. <laughs> ain't going to hold us. I'm not going to hold you. First up is my good friend, Shanita Grant. Shanita graduated from Central Carolina Technical College in Sumter, South Carolina, with her associate's degree in nursing. Shanita worked full-time, took care of her son, and continued to be a social butterfly, all while we were dead-ass in the middle of the... <laughs> Pinochle. <laughs> <laughs> of the pinochle, child. Okay, next up black. is my favorite strawberry, Dion Govan. Dion graduated from Claflin University in Orangeburg, South Carolina, with her bachelor's degree in nursing. Dion is one of the most lovable people I have ever met. She takes care of her beautiful, her two beautiful children 
works as a travel nurse and manages to be a superstar mm-hmm. in the midst of it all. Finally, a huge shout out to my friend Kamisha Ash. Kamisha graduated with her master's degree in nursing from Western Governors University. Kamisha is and has always been and will always be a boss lady. These women inspire hmm. me so much. Hopefully next year I'll be able to add my name to the list of graduates. A special shout out to our friend Bernita Lunn for being a voice of reason, the calm in a storm, and only one of all of us with good sense. <laughs> you got to Love have you one. And your show so much. <laughs> Thank you for keeping us laughing and thinking. And that is from Sam Patterson. Thank you, Sam. And congratulations to Shanita, to Dion, and to Kamisha. We are proud of y'all out here doing the work honey down to the nursing programs okay okay getting these and then being on degrees. vacation with these duck lips y'all okay. better go off with duck it lip in my picture. <laughs> and shout out to you right. bernita for holding it down I keeping know. the grounding amongst the crew you got know to what be I'm saying? one with good sense got to, got be, to be one got to be Hey, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia, or hi, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia. Praise the Lord, niggas. That's right. My name is Brittany, (laughs) and I'm so excited to write in for my shell. I know that's right. I actually graduated in May 2020, but with the stress of the world and a lot of anxiety from the Panasonic, Oh, that's my toothbrush. I have yet to celebrate (laughs) myself. But after several years of therapy and after realizing that this is the last possible week for grad announcements possible i finally feel ready i graduated in may of 2020 with my doctorate in pharmacy go ahead i get get the rush of joy from demanding that white people call me doctor that's it i am also hyped to join dr kia in the ranks go ahead girl welcome 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 me welcome you (laughs) even though (laughs) my graduation ceremony was on zoom with many trash virtual backgrounds terrible it was the early days of zoom so no one had good backgrounds yet i was nominated by my peers to be a commencement speaker which was pretty fun you got to do it in your draws i'm really (laughs) proud of myself and i'm trying to big up myself more often i hope to take some time later this year to get all of my friends together to have a very belated celebration with me fingers crossed on my follow-through I'm on a super non-traditional path for a pharmacist. I've been working at a tech company for a couple of years now, and I can't believe how far I've come. School was truly a traumatic experience for me, so for anyone else out there struggling, you can do it. I promise it's better once the politics of school are out of the picture. Ooh, Mm -hmm. amen. Thank you, too, for carving out this space for us. Y'all are definitely my go-to voices when I just need to feel mellow and safe. Sending y'all all the love and Jade. I hope that shitty boy from culinary school steps on a Lego barefoot daily for the rest of his sorry life. Yes, okay? A proper curse. With love, <laughs> Brittany. <laughs> what is wrong with y'all? Oh my goodness. Congratulations, girl. We are proud of you. Congratulations, Brittany. Dr. Brittany. And I see you giving your Dr. Brittany, giving yes. your commencement speech on zoom and look at your homegirl taking a picture making sure she gets the what angles okay angles down to the ground we love to see it we do praise the lord niggas and getting grown family i have been listening to you ladies since episode one we got some ogs in the building on today we do i love this show and each of you for giving us exactly what we need each week i have been debating on sending this in but i thought about it and decided my baby deserves mama d voice to be celebrated I would like to shout out my baby, Miss Taylor Elise, who will be graduating elementary school and moving on up to the fifth grade. Taylor is a leader in both her classroom and in her school. 
She is always willing to help a friend in need, even when they don't ask. She plays the flute Mm -hmm. in fourth grade band and is a member of the (laughs) Art and Digital Design Club, the Drama Club, and the Positive Leaders Club. Her teacher also recently informed us that she is reading above a seventh grade level. My girl is teen typing fast already. I know that's right. Her most recent accomplishment is placing second Jade in a national cooking competition for Sodexo. Yes! 2,500 students across the country entered the competition. She won for our region and placed second for national, and Sodexo will be adding her recipe for chicken and broccoli garlic non bread pizza to their national Come on, database. Flatbread. Come through! <laughs> While I am a firm believer that parenthood is the second worst hood behind adulthood. Ooh, I'm very proud of my baby and can't wait yes. to see where she goes from here. Thank you both for all you do to bring us great content each week. And congratulations, Chef Jade. And that is from D. Congratulations again to Miss Taylor Elise out here stunting. <laughs> Posing. 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 Okay. It's the hand on the Down. hip for me. It's the hand she, on it's, the it's hip. It's the tights. It's the tights for it's me. The I'm not going to hold tight. you. Okay, the opaque, okay. the legendary, oh, white opaque tight and black Mary Jane. Every black girl I got one it. picture in in, a, the, a in this attire. A classic we attire. Must. I live a mother. I live in Brie, okay because period. A mother. You're doing this properly out here. Okay. Hello, Dr. Kia and Chef Jade. I hope this email gets to you all in time for graduation shout outs. And it did. did. I want to shout out my cousin, Jordan Allen. He's graduating from Grand Blanc High School with honors. Go ahead. He will be attending Grand Valley University in the fall. Jordan's high school career has been eventful. Having to adapt to school life within this crazy pandemic, being fully quarantined for half a school year, hybrid the next, and finally going back in person, Jordan has excelled through it all. Having been selected to be student section leader his senior year, which I had no clue was a thing, he let his own outgoing person shine. I pray he continues to shine for all to see. Jordan, I love you and I'm super proud of you. One more shout out to my baby girl, Kaylin. Although she's not graduating, she is being promoted to the fifth grade. So, hey, fifth grader. We'll take a promotion. Here are some pics of Jordan being a student section leader on the baseball field, showing his state championship ring. And me and the new fifth grader. Thanks for giving us a place to shout out our loved ones. And that is from Kiara Massey. Look at them. Oh, they're precious. I love the children. Come on, Jordan. You better show it off. Okay, kiss the ring. I won't finish that up because you're underage. I Thank love you. it so much. Yes. <laughs> I love it so much. We love to see it. Thank y'all so much for sending in this beautiful uh, announcement and these gorgeous little pictures. These gorgeous um, pictures. Hey, Dr. Kia and Chef this- Jay. First of all, y'all are amazing. Oh, bless your heart. Thanks oh. for commitment and consistency. Thanks for your commitment and consistency to getting grown and helping us get through this very incredibly ghetto existence we call adulting. I've been mm. a listener for years and have never had anyone to add to this illustrious list until now. I want to shout out yes. two very special people, Mr. Evan Wadi Farr and Ms. Kristen Green Hayes. Both of these uh, Morehouse graduates have obtained their Master's of Education degrees. Evan is currently an elementary teacher in the Bronx at a Montessori school, and Kristen is a middle school teacher in Philly. As we know, mm. representation matters. So to see these black men stand in the gap each and every day sacrificing much of their personal lives and money is admirable. 
An extra special mm-hmm. shout out to Evan, my love, my boo thing, and future baby daddy for getting a second <laughs> yes. master's at the same time in special education. I'm so proud of you for persevering and seeing these degrees through. I saw how difficult, frustrating, and tiring this process was while working full-time and traveling back and forth to GA to visit me. And you did it with high, high honors. You go, boy, Gina boy. <laughs> uh, I pray for y'all cute. safety and the daily renewing of your minds. You've been called, and now you're equipped. Congratulations and much love. And that's from Deshauna. <laughs> yes, Deshauna. I love that. Yes. Congratulations. Yes. Oh, yes. congratulations. That's what we it. need. I love the energy. Me too. Hi, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia. I am a semi-new listener. Welcome. I absolutely love, love, love your show. Welcome. Thank you so much. I wanted to give two quick graduation shout-outs. First, a belated graduation shout-out to my oldest son, Dorian, who graduated eighth last year from military boarding school. Not only did my baby move away from home at 12, but he did so much better. He did so much better academically than in his previous school. You can definitely see the positive effect it had, and he's been doing very well in high school. Yes, Dorian. Second, my baby girl Fallon, who just graduated from kindergarten on June 10th. Yes. When I tell you I'm so proud of her, she overcame her selective mutism and social anxiety to become one of the chatty kids in the class. Mm -hmm. Normally, that wouldn't be something to celebrate, but since she barely spoke in pre-K, I'm happy to see it. Come on, Fallon. And an honorable mention goes to my middle son, Ethan, who was navigating a new school and being back in person since this dreadful Ponderosa began. Terrible. Mommy loves you guys, and I can't wait to see what next school year brings. I'm including some pics so you can see how small my son was when he started boarding school versus when he finished. My daughter at her luau-themed graduation with her custom graduation sneakers. Custom. And my middle baby just because he's cute. Thank you so much. And that is from Carmen. Oh, look at, oh yeah, he did grow a lot. Look, look at, at how, how just, precious. I'm not ready for that spring up. I'm not ready for that. Oh, man, it's going to happen. Yes. Yes, sneakers. It's oh, they're custom. all yes, it's shades. Custom. It's the custom sneaker for me. Come on, beautiful black babies. I know Thank that's you, Carmen. Right. And congratulations to you too, mom, for being there through all of that. I know that's right. Praise the Lord, niggas. I'm back Praise for my that. fourth graduation announcement to date. This one goes out to my baby cousin, Nevaeh Prude. I hope I'm saying that right. Is it Nevaeh? It's oh, Nevaeh. Nevaeh, you're right. I'm I have sorry. a cousin named Nevaeh. It means heaven backwards. <laughs> I just will never I'm, not love I love black, black people. people. I, I love black people so much. It's the ingenuity for me. It's the innovation. It really, it's the ingenuity for me. <laughs> <laughs> ingenuity. Ingenuity. <laughs> I feel like Teddy Riley ought to sing that in the, in the, in the, in the auto tune, but I digress. I really would love that. Nevaeh Prude, who is not a baby anymore because she is graduating from high school and attending the University of Michigan on Michigan yes. on a full ride, majoring in psychology in the fall. She is yes. brilliant, athletic, smart, beautiful, strong, and she is a very good person, which is a feat in itself in this world, but she stands a cut above. She is the epitome of perseverance, and I am so excited to see what she evolves into as she begins her mm-hmm. journey into adulthood. I'll be praying every day, child. Shout out to my big cousin, Sierra, who poured abundance into her daughter every single day. You are the best to ever do it, my dear. On June 14th, 
Nevaeh will be will have accomplished a major milestone in her young life, and I wouldn't miss it for the world. Big congratulations Aww. to my Veve. I love you forever and ever. Your big cousin Chanel. Oh, bless. Oh, Jesus. I love it. Congratulations Chanel, you to Nevaeh. To send us the pictures. Yeah, you gotta you gotta <laughs> write us back and attach the pictures, sis, because they're not here. But we yeah, just to attach them to the email. We love it. Congratulations, Nevaeh. And listen. Don't have no shame about anything we said. Again, I have a cousin named Nevaeh. We're no. black people, and we I love mean, to smile at ourselves. Absolutely. <laughs> okay? It's the only way. It's the only way. Greetings, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia. Big ups to God, yep. the homie who always comes through. Yep. <laughs> Thank you both for holding space for grads <laughs> to celebrate our accomplishments. I've been a proud listener since episode three. Go okay, on. you better know which one. You better know which one. He's like, I didn't start with Drag That's Race like, season I just one. Didn't, I started with I season four. I couldn't stomach number one and two. <laughs> just jump right in at number three. That's fine. I'm weird, not mad at it. <laughs> my name is Princess Elizabeth Garrett, and I'm writing it to celebrate myself. Go ahead. I graduated from Rhode Island College from well, with my Master's of Arts in Youth Development on May 14, 2022, with a 4.0 GPA. Okay, Go write ahead. it down. To think two and a half years ago, your girl had no degrees. Oh. I left undergrad in the last semester of my senior year in 2007 because life was lifing. I started working with kids because I needed a job. Back then, you couldn't tell me that working with other people's bad kids was what I was meant to do. After falling in love with the kiddos and seeing the dire conditions in schools, I knew I needed to do my part in shaking the table to prompt change. In order to do that, I need some more letters behind my name. That's it. I finished my undergrad degree at the start of the Pandulce and started my master's shortly after that. I love how Pandulce is like the one this this week. I mean, that's the one I will be starting... That it's the commonality. It's got a lot of traction, that one. <laughs> I'll be starting my PhD work in the fall at UMass Amherst in the social justice education program. Come on, Here's dude. some pics of me on my grad day. I'm looking forward to writing in about six years from now with my PhD announcement. Go on. Much love, Princess Garrett. Let me tell you about this color blocking. It's a joy uh, for me. Okay, it's okay. a joy in her face. With arms wide open. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. In a metallic shoe for a pop. I mean. Yes, princess. Congratulations. Very, very, very dude. happy for you. Congratulations. Y'all do so much. Okay. And I just want to so preface this email <laughs> with this. Y'all really, really do a lot. Okay. <laughs> so much. But here we go. To the magnanimous executive chef Jade and Dr. Evangelist Keith Robinson. <laughs> Why do y'all have to say my whole name? Yeah. And yeah, I don't understand. Hilarious. The next time, throw Nicole in for some spice. What is wrong with, like, y'all don't ever say Jade's whole name, but why y'all got to call out my full and complete government name all of the time? Because I don't have a whole name. My <sighs> name is just Jade. Sweet Lord. <laughs> Here we go. Again, I do pray this letter does not find... That this, <laughs> I do pray. I'm sorry. I do pray this letter does not only find you both doing well in your respective and collective lives, but I yes. also hope I have not sent this to you both too late. As much as I love the graduation announcement season of Getting Grown, I should have been more expeditious in submitting this <laughs> message to you. On a transparent note... You were too I, busy reading your thesaurus, hello? but keep going. <laughs> <laughs> On a transparent note, I personally have been struggling with many things in my life this year, which includes my time management, but continuously listening to Getting Grown podcast every week truly has kept my spirits 
on a decent level. Just to know I'm not alone in this mess puts my mental and emotional health at ease. Now that I've addressed Amen. that, I want to acknowledge two very special people in my life during their time of commencement. <laughs> this, <laughs> the first is my close friend who is now Dr. Is it? Oh, okay. Here we go. Bodarin Banwu, mm -hmm. who walked across the stage to receive his PhD from the University of Minnesota Twin Cities on Friday, May 13th, 2022. Dr. Mm -hmm. Bo actually completed his doctoral program in June 2021, but due to the effects of this pandemic, his graduation ceremony was postponed. Being able to witness the, the huge smile on my friend's face as he stood in line waiting for his name to be called by the dean made my heart smile even bigger since I know the journey he endured to get there. The second person is my gorgeous and extremely intelligent niece, Alexis Moreland, who will be graduating from Frank W. Cox High School in Virginia Beach, Virginia on Saturday, June 18th, 2022 if yes. i had enough time to delve into my niece's personal journey from a little kid until now her testimony would probably have tears in both of your eyes so i'm going to spare you to the waterworks i will be traveling from minneapolis all the way to virginia beach to support my niece as i was supported as i also supported my friend last month and i'm sure there will be enough rivers being cried during that day these words have expressed how elated I am for both of these incredible melanated people. And my heart is feeling so full right now. For as long as God allows me, I will forever embrace black people who are determined to further their education and finish to completion. I yes. must say, we as black people are some of the most intellectual people on this planet. So I will always mm -hmm. be fulfilled whenever I hear the graduation announcements on this podcast every year. Please continue to stay safe, be well, and deliver some of the best kitchen table talk discussions I've heard in my life of adulting. Sent to you both with love and respect, DeAndre Morris Jr. The DeAndre! The First of all, okay. your verbiage it's giving on point. lexicon, okay? Yes, okay? It's giving, but you don't have to say uh, my whole name, and I am not now, <laughs> nor have I ever been. Word girl. But it's okay. It's, it's giving right. me PBS. I love it's you giving, so much. It's giving Mavis Beacon teachers typing. It's giving yes. Miriam Webster. I'm loving it. I yeah. am here for it. But congratulations it. to your niece and to your yes. friend, Dr. Bo, on both of their accomplishments. And thank you so much for your support of the show and your support of the graduation announcement segment. Come on, niece with the pose. I mean, giving Come us on, all Dr. kinds Bo. of angles. Okay, she's giving us a foot and everything. I love to <laughs> I see mean, the, it. I mean, a pointed toe. Go ahead. Okay, and we're going to continue our introduction before this next one by saying, again, <laughs> y'all do the most. To I my know, good sis. I know Sharita. <laughs> I know Sharita. <laughs> she's still so doing yes. a lot. I love it, though. She's still doing a lot. Yes, not, not denying to that To my good all. sis, the, with a, uh, Listen, with a with accent, a, with a accent on the E. Dr. So really Takia like N.R., the first, oh, and her Lord. good sis, the, with the, the accent Chef over there. Jade of, Chef Jade of all, all Jades. Jades, V, hoping this find you. Oh, look, somebody got close to using my See? whole name. <laughs> hoping this An initial. Well... Kia! I do. I do remember. <laughs> remember when I started my doctoral program around the time you officially, officially, officially finished yours? Mm -hmm. Remember me flying from D.C. to L.A. every other weekend to attend yes. school, then getting back and working a full-time job on the days between? Yes. Remember when I first started working on my dissertation and I told you about the stress it was yes. causing whenever yes. folk inquired about my progress? Yes. Yeah, well, yes. this past Friday... 
June the 10th, Go in the ahead. year of our Lord, 20 uh-huh. and 22. That's the it. Chicago School of Professional Psychology's Los Angeles campus uh-huh. allowed me to walk in the 2022 commencement ceremony. Now, yes. I haven't officially completed my <laughs> dissertation. However, comma, because I have successfully completed all other requirements and am slated to finish that damn dissertation within the next few months, my department applied clinical psychology in school cleared me to participate in the ceremony. I've attached a couple of pictures, but let's just keep these between us. The reveal on the interwebs will come once that degree is conferred. Fair. And I am officially the Dr. Cherie Michelle Sims, PsyD, Doctor of Psychology. In the meantime, in between time, I'm going to get back to therapizing these, fo- <laughs> these folks day by day and grinding this dissertation out by night. Thanks for this segment. It's always fun to hear the shout outs of all the wonderful things your listeners are doing. Congrats to Jade on the completion of her program this year. Thank you so much. And congrats to the getting grown for five plus years of helping Negro spirituals. Praise the Lord. Oh, Cherie, let me tell you about this enjoyable ass announcement. Let me tell you about this. I'm proud of you, sis. Black ass Angela Davis ass. uh, These photos. (laughs) Give it. Okay. Toot it. And what? Boot Boot it. Go ahead, Cherie. Go ahead. Proud of you, sis. Now, what I need you to do Proud is sit your tail down <laughs> and finish this dissertation. We'll be checking in now. We'll be Post checking haste. in. Okay. Um, I wanna how do you say that? Are you do you see this? This yeah, yeah, yeah regresie. Okay. <laughs> I just don't want to mess it up. It mean it it basically I I did not say that right, but it basically means I'm back. Oh, well, welcome. Dear Chef Jade and Dr. Mm-hmm. Kia. You might remember me from my Prima's graduation announcement in 2018 that Jade and Fran hiked up so hard. <laughs> our whole family listened, burr, 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 burr. and my Prima and I cried to hear you share our joy. Burr, 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 burr. Yes. You know, we love an air horn. I'm back with another, uh, po- is it po- Pocha? Pocha. Another Pocha graduation announcement <laughs> for another incredible cousin. Our dressy. Nuestra. Oh, man. I don't read Nuestra Trispa, las mas bonita. <laughs> Go oh, ahead. Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. I don't read this. Maybe I should have read this one. You should have read the last one. <laughs> I'm going to do my best. Keep going. Is there any more Keep Spanish going. in here? Okay. Um, <laughs> the baby's name is Andrea Magdalena Hall for graduating with her teaching credential and her master's of education degree from National University. Andrea, I'm so in awe of you and so proud of the journey you're on. Watching you and your and your purpose, watching you find your purpose while growing in expertise, emotional intelligence, and self-love while keeping your iconic sense of humor brings me such joy and pride to be your family. Those kids might be feral at times, but they are so lucky to have you guide some of their earliest steps while always respecting their humanity and feelings. I think all the time about you being a cycle breaker in so many ways. You are the Afro-Latina elementary school teacher that you never had. You are open and honest about caring for your mental health in ways that are new for our family. And you make it easier for me to do the same. You're honest with your students in ways we rarely saw from adults growing up. Despite everything you've been through, you are still loving and giving soul. You, You are still the loving and giving soul that I have known since we were babies. Okay. What? Is it chispa? You're our chispa? Chispa. 
because mm-hmm. you light up every room. And I'm so lucky to love you and be your family. Congratulations and can't wait to continue to celebrate you this summer. Thank you again, Chef Jade and Dr. Takia, for these absolutely beautiful announcements. Love, Maria Elena. I apologize because I did not do well with this, but I am very proud. That's okay. I love it. Come on, Chicana, hermana, of, sister, of, prima. Of cousin Dressy out here, Andrea Magdalena Hall for graduating and getting this uh this it. much needed teaching credential and doing awesome, amazing work um as an Afro-Latina teacher. Um yes. we are proud of you and we thank you so, 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 so much for for all of the ways that you are thriving. And we thank uh, Maria Elena for writing yes. in another wonderful shout out. Um, we celebrate with your family again. Yes. We love Banda to banda. It. Congratulations. <laughs> Mis amores. Yes. Dear Dr. Kia Chef Jade and guest contributor Asaph <laughs> Noah. I know that's right. Okay. Put some respect on her name. First of all, congrats, Chef Jade. I'm a day one getting grown listener and I'm so proud you got your culinary degree. Thank you so much. Second, look at the all the OGs in the building. I'd like to congratulate my little god sister, Camille Pappy, who on May 17th graduated magna cum laude from the University of Baltimore School of Law. Mm -hmm. She was elected chair of the honor board and served on the executive board of the Law Review, all while volunteering with students in Baltimore and just being the sweetest person you'll ever meet. Yes, I was that loud person screaming at the graduation, (laughs) me too, and can't wait for what she does next. Finally, on June 12th, my Sigma Gamma Rho sister, Alexis Bull, graduated from Seattle University College of Education with a Master of Education in Student Development Administration and received the College of Education Spirit Award. I'm so excited that in our sorority centennial, she's continuing in the legacy of education established by our founders into the whole class of 2022. Congrats. And that is from Victoria who included oh i love an action shot yes (laughs) yes oh congratulations congratulations alexis and camille congratulations i'm loving the photos i love it hi ladies let me start off by saying i absolutely love you too and the content you've been giving us for years i started listening to y'all a few years ago while commuting via bike and train to get to and from my service site shout out to all the city year americorps alums listening and have been looking forward to this day for a while on may 7th 2022 i graduated cum laude with a bachelor's degree in elementary education from Brunel university it's been a dream of mine to have my own classroom since I was a child, and that dream will finally be coming true this fall. It took some hurdles yes. and plot twists to get there, but I'm grateful to say I did it. I know a lot of teachers are leaving the profession or getting burnt out, but I'm ready for the mm-hmm. challenge and look forward to creating a safe space for students to enjoy learning. As a first-year teacher and a recent college grad, I've put together an Amazon wish list for my classroom. I know y'all are hesitant to share this kind of stuff for good reason, Um, But if you could, I would be greatly appreciative. I just want my first graders to have the best resources. Um, Thank y'all for the lessons, the last, and this space to celebrate ourselves. And that is from Zuri. She said, P.S. I saw some folks with wrinkle regalia, but not over here. I know that's right. I know that's right. (laughs) Come on, Zuri. Congratulations. Okay. Best of luck to you in your your classroom this fall, girl. Get it, get it. And we'll share we'll share that Amazon wish we'll list because we'll make sure it gets down to we the We wanna make sure the babies box. have what they mm-hmm. need. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you scamming for colored pencils, you know, 
we don't need to know that. So <laughs> now, last on the list. No, we know you're not, Zuri. Congratulations. And I love the fact that you had on your Birkenstocks at your graduation and said, I'm going to be what? Comfortable. Just like Alfred Woodard. Our very last announcement reads, Hey, Dr. Kia and Chef Jade. Hope you're both doing well and staying safe. I appreciate you for doing this podcast, but all these graduation announcements. I wrote in a few years ago to announce my graduation, and now I'm so excited to write in about my beautiful and intelligent friends and family. I missed two of them last year, and I'm currently listening to y'all read off the graduation announcements and was like, let me quit playing before I miss out this year also. (laughs) Number one, shout out to my cousin, Dr. Nicole, who graduated last year as a naturopathic doctor. Hey, I got a naturopathic doctor cousin, too, and is now practicing as someone's doctor. (laughs) She's always been the smartest person I know, and now she's officially the smartest person in our family with the highest degree. Number two, shout out to my lifelong best friend, Dr. Essence, who successfully defended her dissertation and graduated with her Ph.D. in counseling, education and supervision last year. Number three, shout out to my sister friend, Dr. Marissa, who successfully defended her dissertation and graduated this year with her Ph.D. in educational leadership. And number four, shout out to another one of my sister friends, Janae, who graduated this year with her MBA. I'm so proud of all four of these beautiful black women and so thrilled to be able to witness the greatness that they are. I know that none of them had it as easy as they completed their programs, but they completed it with grace. They are my inspiration and I can't wait to see all of the wonderful things they will accomplish next. Thank you so much for allowing me space to brag about my friends and congratulations to the class of 2022. Hope you both have a blessed day. And that's from Shay. I love it. Congratulations, Dr. Nicole, Dr. Essence, Dr. Mm. Marissa, and Janae. It's giving the doctoras. Okay. Doctora. Wow. Another graduation season. <sighs> Listen, y'all are out here uh, excelling, um, leveling, pursuing up and out. passion and purpose getting the skills uh, that you need in order to do the work that you've been, that you've been called to do. And we are nothing but proud of you. We take graduation announcement season very seriously because we are serious about celebrating our wins. There's no win that's too small. There's no win that's insignificant. The only way that we are going to, um, you know, really reach whatever ultimate milestones that we have Mm -hmm. is if we persevere Mm -hmm. through the the milestones along the way and so it is our greatest joy to read each of your announcements to celebrate and amplify you all celebrating your loved ones and yourselves and thank y'all thank y'all so much for writing in this has been another dope season and it's so so amazing to witness all of the great work that you all are doing and even in this very ashy world that we are currently negotiating. <laughs> Krusty. I'm proud of you. Every one of you. Every last one. And we wouldn't be able to do this without you all sending these announcements in. You know, as Getting Grown has hit five years, we're working on it. And, you know, we're still in this thing. But we're still working in it. on um, some expansion and ways to be able to celebrate our graduates going forward. So... You know, just know that things are in development. We're excited uh, for each and every one of you. Like Kia said, nobody's too big. Nobody's too small. Nope. Everybody's doing the damn thing. Congratulations, graduates. Indeed. We're going to move on to this kitchen table talk with a beautiful guest for Black Music Month. 
and we'll see y'all over there. You niggas are in for a treat. Stay tuned. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. What's up, y'all? Welcome back. We are very, very excited because we have a very beautiful guest. And we're going to talk about my favorite thing in the whole wide world, music. As June is uh, African-American Music History Month, um, formerly known as Black Music Month. And this Mm -hmm. has been in play since the Jimmy Carter administration. Uh, and then Joe Biden sort of turned the dial up on it again <laughs> in 2020. But we're not talking about him in any oh, case. He's turning the dial somewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. does he know where the dial is? Uh, I, so. I guess he's attempting, uh, you know. Um, but we're here because, you know, all about Black Music Month is all about celebrating the ways in which yes. our people have blazed trails and set trends as it relates to all things music and music being such a central part of, of our culture and our existence, we thought it would be dope to, to sort of illuminate some perspectives that you don't often hear from. And so we are honored to have the stunning DJ reborn black woman, DJ here on getting grown at the kitchen, at the kitchen table. Nubian Negress. I mean, okay. she is beyond <laughs> stunning, talented. We'll, we're going to allow her to introduce herself and tell her about herself. But we're going to just chop it up, learn more about um, Robin and DJ Reborn and, you know, just your story, how you got to where you are, what you love about what you do. And, you know, all things, all things fabulous. We're just going to see where the conversation goes. So welcome to the kitchen table, sis. Yes. Thank you for having me. I'm at my version of the kitchen table, which is a oh, shelf yes. full of records. Oh, it, it is incredible. so beautiful. It it's like the best gorgeous. backdrop I've ever seen. Thank you. I'm actually at the turntables. I don't. You can't see them, but this is like one of my records. Mm. I'm at the kitchen turntables. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah, at the kitchen, kitchen turntables. Turn <laughs> oh, that's the name of the episode. episode. <laughs> there you go. Boom. At Done. the kitchen turntables. I'm putting Good that night. in a note right now. So tell us, tell <laughs> us, tell us, tell us, tell us, DJ Reborn. When, wh- how did you get your start as a as a black woman DJ? Mm-hmm. Well, I first got my start as a black woman. Yes. And then, <laughs> I'm being an asshole. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. Th- first of all, thank you all for having me. Of it's course. a pleasure to be here. I love your podcast. I love the range of your conversations. I love the uh, homage to wonderful songs that are always Mm. happening on this podcast (laughs) via incredible acapellas at all times. So, you know, they're they're fantastic. Yes, I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, thank you for having me. Um, (laughs) How did I get my start as a black woman DJ? So once I got the black woman part down, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) I was always super into records. That's Mm -hmm. like, that's the first thing. So... 
um, I usually talk about, you know, as a kid growing up, my parents were really into music. They always went to concerts and, you know, I grew up in Chicago. So it was like, you know, Anita Baker would come to town. The Isaac brothers would come to town. So-and-so would come to town. Yeah. And so my parents would get dressed up in their little matching, whatever. And they would go to these concerts and I'd be like, bye. And they would come back happy. Um, And then I, my oldest brother uh, was a musician Mm -hmm. and then my other brother was a DJ of sorts. Like he didn't mix records, but he worked for a mobile DJ company um, and he collected records. Mm-hmm. So it was like, there was just always vinyl around, you know, I grew up in the seventies, so that's just what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know where it is. God, I always say this. I have a 45 somewhere that's a parliament funkadelic or oh something like that. That's the record where I was practicing writing my name. So the R is all backwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I must nobody was watching me that day because I surely did write on the <laughs> on the record jacket. Oh my gosh. Um, so I just, I've had this like gravitational pull towards vinyl in particular pretty much my whole life ever since I can remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I always loved, loved, loved music. Pretty much always black music. And then when I was in junior high school, we moved to the suburbs and then that's when I got exposed to other genres like, you know, um, like new wave and mm-hmm. more rock stuff. Like, mm-hmm. but growing up, all I ever heard was like R&B, soul, hip hop, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so broadening my ear was really dope because, you know, I got into groups like Depeche Mode and The Cure and like, so, but I would be listening to like Prince yes. and Eddie James and James Brown and, you know, whatever, whatever. And then throw on this like. Cure record or whatever. My parents were like, "What is going?" <laughs> In their matching They're outfits. Like, yeah. <laughs> They're like, "Are you about to become a black goth? Because we can't handle that." <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I just really I had my little record player in my room in high school, and I used to go record shopping and buy records and just play them. That was just like my little sanctuary. Um, and I didn't have a particular direction <laughs> in life. Mm-hmm also known as no goals. Um, so, <laughs> and I didn't come from a family that put any pressure on me to do much mm-hmm. of anything. So um, when I was about 18, I left Chicago, I moved to the Bay and I had a loose plan to go to college. Like I was like, oh, I'm just going to put myself through community college, transfer to San Francisco state. And then, you know, I just wasn't sure yet what I was interested in. It's, I think it's kind of a trip that people expect folks at 18 to know exactly what they're going to do. It is the a little weird thing. I it think really now, now that I am the age that I am, mm-hmm. I can fully attest to that being the most ridiculous concept of all yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Or, or even if you have clarity or you think you do, you're going to have so many chapters if you're blessed with exactly. a long life. Exactly. It's, it's really rare that whatever you thought you wanted to do at 18, you're going to always want to do. Exactly. I mean, whatever. Some people do. Some people don't. Right. I just didn't really uh, know what it was. Mm-hmm. And music was not on my radar as a viable anything. You know what I'm saying? I just was like, oh, I'll figure it out when I get to California. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I took my narrow black ass to California <laughs> with no, $60. <laughs> <laughs> On the Greyhound. (laughs) Luckily, it was not the Greyhound, but it was Mm -hmm. like, you know, 60 bucks. I drove across country with a friend of mine who was driving Mm -hmm. his mom's car. And um, 
I was like, I'm just going to figure it out when I get there. The worst wow. thing that can happen to me is that I'll have to come back to Chicago and move in with my parents. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's the worst thing. So that's mm-hmm. not that bad. I mean, it was terrible because I didn't want to do it. But, (laughs) you know, it was an option. Right. Um, So I got to the Bay Mm -hmm. and I just got like a retail job and I was going to college. I was just taking classes and I was like, okay, I'm just going to be a black studies major. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I started going out to clubs and, you know, hearing all these amazing DJs. A lot of them were from New York Mm -hmm. um, and they were at, I used to work at this um, clothing store on Telegraph Avenue, right near UC Berkeley. So a lot Mm -hmm. of them were Berkeley students, these Mm -hmm. black brothers who were from New York. So I would just go to their parties and they were always doing this, you know, dope mix of dance hall, hip hop house, Mm -hmm. like just whatever was soulful. Mm -hmm. And it really influenced my understanding of how DJs could flow, like what the possibilities were for building Mm -hmm. bridges between genres. Um, And it was just so exciting to me. And I just thought mixing records sounded cool. And my friend, Rachel, who's still a really close friend of mine, her boyfriend at the time was a DJ producer. And he was like, Maybe he knew somebody that was getting rid of turntables, so she bought them cheap. And we just started buying records, and I would go to her house, and we would just play records and start practicing and stuff. And then we decided to be this, like, little DJ duo. <laughs> and um, and so we were practicing. We were awful, but we had great taste. What mm-hmm. I will say is we had excellent taste. Um, and we started practicing, and then her man at the time got booked for a gig that he couldn't do, and he just basically threw us in the deep end. He was like... He told the club owner, like, oh, I can't do it, but my girlfriend and her friend can do it. So we Mm. had our first gig. After, like, maybe a year or so of just kind of playing around. By the way, you might see a cameo by my rambunctious-ass, nosy-ass cat. Sorry, if you see my (laughs) my focus go somewhere, it's because homegirl is really trying it. True, True. always trying to be. She She always trying to be another guest on the show. Mm -hmm. So, I mean... Ma'am, she don't pay rent. She need to get down. (laughs) So, (laughs) so, uh, yeah, so we got our first gig and all our friends came and it was a fun time. We could not mix, um, but we, you know, it was there. And then, you know, that seed was born where I wanted to continue to grow. So DJing was just a side hustle. Mm -hmm. People would book me for like little bars and stuff and they didn't know that they were paying me to practice. So they'd be like, we got 50 bucks. And I'd be like, you got yourself a DJ for the night (laughs) and then I could practice, Mm -hmm. you know, I could just practice the craft of getting better. Cause even though my friend had turntables, I didn't, they're really expensive. And I was just, you know, a part-time worker and I didn't have money like that. So, um, I was being paid to practice in these like little tiny bars and stuff. And then I just gradually kept getting better. I was determined to get good at mixing. Um, and then I just kept growing there in the Bay and, kept making a little name for myself. And then I started visiting New York Mm -hmm. and just peeping what it was like here. So I was like, oh, okay, if I can DJ in New York, that would be what's up. Mm -hmm. So about, you know, seven, eight years into my DJ career in the Bay, I decided to take that leap of faith. I came to New York um, and I was like, let me just see if while I'm still kind of young, I can DJ for a living. Mm-hmm. And now I'm kind of old and I'm still doing it. So <laughs> praise God. Um, <laughs> won't he do it? He um, will. So. Okay, won't he will. <laughs> he will. <laughs> and you have so, yeah. worked with so many uh, notable people and you've done I some mean, the greats. Uh, events that are just, you know, very well known. You know, you want to tell us about some of those and some of the artists that you've worked with and who you might be working with now. 
Sure. Um, God, it's been such a long, long road. Uh, I mean, oh, God. Well, uh, my first big gig in the Bay was mm-hmm. doing an opening set at this club for The Roots mm-hmm. before they were as huge as they are now. But they were still like a pretty big deal. So I remember that being such a thrill for me at the time, being like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, I get to open for The Roots. Um, and you know, years ago for Summer Stage, you guys know Summer Stage here oh, in, yes, here in the illustrious New York. Oh yeah, back in the day of when course. I could wear a crochet bathing suit as an entire outfit out there in the streets. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I opened, or actually, the, so I was part of a DJ collective here in New York um, called Ubiquita NYC, mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. myself and three other women DJs. And I don't think there was a party like that at the time. We had a party every Thursday on the Lower East Side at the spot called Gornica. So the three of us, or three of us from that camp, opened for John Legend at Summer Stage. And, mm-hmm. you know, I did opening for Andy Ari. This is like early 2000s business. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, or mid 2000s. Uh, and then, yeah, I don't know, over the years, just different people. I DJed a thing with Erica Badu. AKA low down Loretta Brown, like some low years down back. Loretta Brown. <laughs> Loretta Brown. Who be, who be DJing herself on the low? What her little, what her little uh, mixing thing that she be having on the stage, pushing the buttons and carrying on. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah I mean, listen, she's she's a good time. She's fun to watch. <laughs> I mean, an entertaining. She sings. Yeah, yeah. She's a, it's like yeah, she's experience. a true performer. So, mm-hmm. and she's obviously got a sick ear. So, um, but yeah, Nasty. and then I got. I got the gig with Miss Hill, Miss Lauren Hill in 2018. Mm-hmm. I was DJing um, a party in Harlem at some like art gallery kind of place. And she was there, but I never saw her. Mm. People were like, oh, Lauren Hill's here. Lauren Hill's here. And I was like, all right. Um, <laughs> and, you know, maybe I stood out because I, when I got there, there was a very horrible DJ playing and mm-hmm. people were just a little bit bored. <laughs> um, and so I jumped on. I heard she was there never saw her and then like three months later i got a message from someone in her camp saying that she wanted to talk to me and i was like how did she know who i am like i had forgotten about that whole other piece because i didn't see her mysterious um and then she was like you know they put us on a text thread and she was like i was at a party you did i really enjoyed myself um you know i want to talk to you and then that's how that started and And now you know that's we are still working together i mean i haven't had a job that wasn't DJ related for more than 20 years. Like I quit working for other people in jobs that had nothing to do with DJing not too long after I moved to New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I proudly say that she's my boss cause I've never had a boss really. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, it's fine. She's my boss. It's fine. <laughs> um, so yeah. So she is like my most current, you know, person that I'm ready to drop everything for and just when when the bat signal goes out i'm there i love that That's and, awesome. and, and what's you guys working relationship like I, I hear that she is lovely she's wonderful she's a fantastic gemini <laughs> <laughs> um and you know just so smart as a whip doesn't mm-hmm. miss anything mm-hmm. very detail oriented um every aspect of her performance is really important to her mm-hmm. I, i've learned a lot from watching her orchestration. I mean, she's an orchestrator. Wait, yes. not an orchestrator. Or what? What's that word that I'm looking for, you guys? Academia. What is it? Arrange- like she arranges. She's like she a produces. yeah. She's like a, a conductor and arranger. Mm-hmm. She, you know. Uh, so I like that. Everything about it is has her stamp 
of approval. There's a science to her sound, honestly, that is like, it's like there's a formula. Mm. Even like uh, over the years, she's been consistent and she's one of, she's one of my favorite vocalists still. Mm. Same. She's still one of my favorite vocalists. You know, it's interesting. It's like, I would have expected at some point maybe to like settle into the gig a little bit more in terms mm-hmm. of just like, it's, it's part of what I do now for years. And <laughs> I still like, you know, she texts me, I'm like, ah! like, I still her name on my phone. you know what I mean? Like, I'm still like, okay. All right. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's still like that for me. So I I'm, I'm still like a fangirl. So after my sets during her show, almost every time I go out and I watch the show again, like I've never mm-hmm. seen it before, you know? So, um, yeah, I just have that reverence, but I appreciate her. She trusts me. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we talk from time to time about like the different things that she wants in my sets. She's a really big fan of so many different kinds of music. And she, mm-hmm. she you know, her big thing is like, I want people to have fun, but I also want you to educate them. You know, so she's mm-hmm. very, she's very big on that. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we have a great working relationship. I, I'm so appreciative of her as a human being, mm-hmm. but as like the icon, the absolute icon that she actually is. Absolutely. And she is yeah. that very much so. I have a very sure. important question yes. um, that I've been wanting to ask regarding your parents and their matching outfits. Yes. You guys are from Chicago. <laughs> Did they go stepping Oh, come on. Of course. Of course. Oh, that First of all, they, they went stepping. They stayed step. They stepped in the house. <laughs> they stepped on the sidewalk. They stepped at the club. You couldn't get them to not step. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they were, they were serious. So much so that it's like kind of shameful that I'm not better at it. Mm-hmm. I think it's because I left Chicago when I was so young and I it's didn't have like- It's a lost art. Yeah, it's such an art form. And I actually think often about studying that more deeply, like the history of stepping and, and, yes. and presenting that as like an homage to being from Chicago because it's so beautiful and um, it's so black. And, and there's it's so Chicago. Rich, yes, there's such a rich history around <laughs> yes. it. And yeah, so many yeah. people don't, they think it's just a dance, but there's like a whole culture and lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Now listen, y'all y'all know better than anybody. Ain't nothing we do. Right. Not just whatever it seems like exactly. it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. It's a it's it's language, it's communication, it's survival, it's mm-hmm. it's you know, our way to get free and get joy. It's mm-hmm. it's all those things. So yeah, I'm I'm fascinated with that. But yeah. They they stepped in, you know, my dad's red suspenders and her red whatever. I was <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> Let me ladies and gentlemen, this is what you call black american culture okay right i want you to understand that it is a very specific culture that exists so with your extensive history uh robin within um within the music industry first and foremost even before i was going to ask what i was about to ask where did dj reborn come from where did the name come from um, the name came from a cheap sign when I was sitting in a bar with my boyfriend at the time. I had a different <laughs> DJ name that I did not like. I had just like some weird ass DJ name that I just chose at random and I mm-hmm. never liked it. And I always had an intention to change it. I was like, this is just a, 
placeholder, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was sitting in a bar with my boyfriend at the time. And then I saw this sign. It was like something, something. And then it just said reborn. And I was like, oh, that's it. That's the name. Got it. <laughs> I love that. You know, it just, it clicked. You know, my, my real first name is Robin. I thought it was mm-hmm. a, you know, nice correlation. And then um, I love the concept of rebirth. I just mm-hmm. thought it was a cool, it seemed like something to me that wouldn't go out of style. Mm-hmm. You know, because some, some people are like, I'm DJ Speaker Box J- JJ. <laughs> and you're like, uh, okay. Like, not that that. Certain things that don't that, age well, right? They it's don't. not going to age well. the same. Right. I'm K Phantom. Like, okay. Yes. That's yeah. why these niggas stay changing their names up. Puffy to been Puffy to P Diddy to Diddy to Brother <laughs> to Love peace. to whatever the oh, fuck. Oh yeah, Brother right. Love. That's right. Brother <laughs> like, Love. Sorry. Yes. To Beelzebub, like it's so <laughs> many different names. So. I just, I just love how you know in that realm, no one was down to call him Brother Love. Like he, I think legally Won't changed it, and everybody was soul. like, "Deuces, we're, we're not, not doing, doing it. it." Not, not a soul. And then he, he just had to go back. It's like, come on, I love it. Stop playing in our faces. We're not doing it. We're right. not doing it. Like I mean, why? It wasn't. It wasn't broke. Why? Why were you fixing exactly? It? Like enough is enough. Because Please. they need a rebirth, apparently, but they just don't uh. know how to do it right. I'm like, stop dipping your t- your toe in this pond. <laughs> um, what are some I, of the challenges? Oh, so yeah, go that's ahead, what Kia. I was going to get to. No, no, I was going to yeah. ask the same exact question. Like you've talked a lot about some of the highs, and it's so great to hear sort of how you've evolved and grown into who you are, but just, you know, especially as a, as a woman, um, in such a male dominated space, Mm -hmm. have there been any challenges or experiences like hard lessons that you had to learn? For sure. I mean, I think it's like being a woman in anything, like no matter what your Mm -hmm. field is or your industry is, you're going to deal with some fuck shit because that's just welcome, welcome to patriarchy. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, it is a male dominated field still, even though so many more women are doing it. I'm still mm-hmm. astonished when I meet people who are like, Oh, I've never seen a woman DJ before. I'm like, did you just open your eyes? Today? <laughs> <laughs> what, have do you, you been mean? in a coma? <laughs> like, are I you, don't, just maybe you haven't seen a lot still of skin? Really what are you getting on? Like, yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, part of that, uh, like I said, I would assume is the same, and I'm sure you ladies have dealt with it too. It's it's just the assumption that you don't know what you're doing from a technical mm-hmm. standpoint. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of mansplaining mm-hmm. when I'm in spaces where the men don't know my level of experience mm-hmm. and they don't even have the experience that I have. And so, you know, let's Oof. say that there's like a, tech, a technical problem and they'll come over trying to fiddle with stuff or they'll try to explain something to me that I know in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the presumptuous, you know, idea that if I'm a woman doing this thing, then it must be some kind of game to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the things that, became very important to me was becoming technically very skilled, not just at the mixing aspect, but at the like setting up of my DJ gear. And if I troubleshooting, if I had sound issues and figuring Mm -hmm. out, you know, but, and, and also terminology, like calling everything, what its name is on the turntables Mm -hmm. and on the mixer. And, um, you know, I, I've taught many people how to DJ over the years. I'm also like in arts education with young people. And so whenever Mm -hmm. I teach my DJ classes, I always tell the women in particular, and especially the black women, 
you need to know what all of this is called. You know how to, you need to know how to unplug it, plug it back in, troubleshoot all your stuff because people are expecting you not to know. Mm-hmm. And you're not. You're also not going to sell me my name and be like Reborn was my instructor and be terrible at fixing. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Don't be in these streets using my name and then be like so train so train wrecking your mixes and not knowing how to hook up your gear. Like we're not we're not doing that. So so the, yes. I would say most of the challenges are the assumption that this is not you know my life's work that this is not mm-hmm. something that I take seriously that this is. You know, just that I'm here for shits and giggles. That's that's really the biggest challenge, I would say, is, yeah, the assumption that I don't know what's up. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, and I often and I even heard this on tour with Miss Hill and I was like, well, how do you think I got here? Because, you know, we would go to venues all over the world and different, and then sometimes I would see brothers and they'd be like security guards at a place. And they'd be like, oh, OK, you DJ, you any good? I was like, do you ask these niggas that question? I hope you do. Because I know you don't. Because if you see some some man come up in here with DJ shit, you're just you're not going to say anything to him about it. Mm-hmm. Your your question for me is, am I good? And my mm-hmm. question for you is, why am I opening for Lauren Hill? Like, what do you mean? What are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> you better check my receipt, sir. <laughs> right. Okay. So look at the yeah. agenda. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So those are which which it's interesting because as we were talking, I was like. Those are the challenges, like you said, welcome to patriarchy. But those mm-hmm. are the challenges that cross so Every many different paths. So Every many industry. Right? Everything. From chefs to DJs to academia. Mm-hmm. Anything across the board, they're all male dominated spaces. And I love mm-hmm. that 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 antidote about knowing your shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. What um so you teach these classes to these young people, which I find to be beautiful because that's not something that was taught originally, right? Like you said, you had to get in through experience and like, I'm practicing at this little gig here. So I think it's awesome that young people have an avenue to mm-hmm. actually find a way to uh, streamline what it is that they want to do. What are some of the things that you share with them outside of the technical that yeah. are antidotes for them to take going forward? Um, I really want for people who are interested in sharing music in this way to bring their full selves to it. So one of the things mm-hmm. that I share, and this is with like young people and, and adult students too, like mm-hmm. whatever it is, that's your vibe, bring that. And then I'll show you how to shape it into something that doesn't make people's ears bleed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like be, my, my thing is like, be true to who you are as a music yes. lover, because mm-hmm. that's always going to, that's going to be what makes people feel something because your, your emotion is pure when you're playing. Mm-hmm. Anybody can play the hits. Anybody can play a list of top 40 stuff. And if that's mm-hmm. your vibe, that's cool. Do it to the best, do it to the fullest. Right. Right. But if you have some quirky, shit that you like to throw in or the other thing that I always love is like well what's your background where are your people from mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. if you're from an if you're from a background and your people are West Indian okay throw that shit in there are you from mm-hmm. Angola throw that in there are you from mm-hmm. the south like where are you from make sure mm-hmm. whoever you are at your core and whatever your foundational yeah. um environmental influences have been bring that to the turntables too because mm-hmm. that's that's what makes you stand out also, right? Because then mm-hmm. you don't sound like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Because I think I think when we... I, what, what sort of... As we have these conversations with men and women, 
from all different walks of life, mm-hmm. what what all uh, a common theme when it comes to any sort of art or passion or purpose work is that there has to be some grounding in identity mm-hmm. and self-awareness and growing to, to know and appreciate and value and celebrate who you are and letting that be uh, sort of what informs your work. And my question for you is like, is that something that has always come naturally to you? Cause I, I, I would imagine that in the music industry, there's a lot of copycatting. There's a lot of uh, gimmicks and trends and everybody's just trying to get on. And -hmm. it's easy for people to feel like I just got to be what's popping right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm hearing you say that you are the special sauce. Like, you know, who you are is what, what makes the difference. And I'm just curious, is that, is that something that came naturally to you or you, you came to know that over time? I think um, I it came naturally, but I wasn't aware of it. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Like, yes. it's just something I was doing. I was like, oh, I love Fela. Let me throw this in. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, right. whatever it was for me, I would just want to share it. But I didn't think about it making me unique. I was just literally playing what I loved. Mm-hmm. And then over time, I was like, oh, okay. I think this is why I still work often. Right, because, yes. you know, I think people, when they book me more often than not, they book me because of exactly the way I do what I do. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that, mm-hmm. that unique thing, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm special, but everybody is unique. Right. Absolutely. Um, and so I'm just like, all right, well, people book me because they know they're going to get a certain kind of sonic and energetic experience. And mm-hmm. I started to invest in my value in that way and I was like okay well this is this is what people trust in me and I I'm so grateful for the trust Mm -hmm. you know that people have when they want me to play because DJs are such a special part of the community I mean, mm-hmm. we y'all make the party, y'all y'all, y'all like the control. first original vibe curators. Yes, vibe exactly. curators. Y'all has set the vibe from like literally in all respects, I'm and sorry, literally Jay, continue to control. No, you're good. The vibe of the party, right? So it's right. like, all right, I have decided that it's time to start calming this shit down. I'm gonna throw <laughs> on some. You know, I don't know, Youssef Latif. And then right. I'm going to, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, yeah, 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 you yeah. all get to control the whole flow. And I think that's so, yeah. so incredible. You're you're like magicians with on the turntables. <laughs> Thank but you. Is yeah, it, is, yeah. Is there an intuition that sort of like helps with mm. that? Or is that a skill that you that you have? Or is it both? I mean, I guess... I would imagine that she said, I already told um, you I'm the sauce kid. Goddamn. Yeah. But I, I mean, I just wonder <laughs> no, no, like, what question is it like, is that something that you just sense? <laughs> like, yeah, oh, I could yeah. tell that the people go like, you know, or is it, yeah. and do you like try and fail sometimes? Like, Oh, got that wrong. Okay. hundred <laughs> percent. Kia, Kia, you just, you just hit every nail on the head or everything that's facts. Everything that you said is facts. It's like, I, I trust my intuition. I'll take a risk. Oops. Dance floor just cleared out. Uh-huh. Let me turn over here. It's it's like driving a car, right? If you yeah. make a wrong turn and you go off the path, 
you're like, mm, let me get back on the road again. Mm, right. But I think the best DJs are the DJs that everyone, you know, every once in a while, they'll throw something, they'll throw a curveball, and sometimes people can receive it, and it's a mm-hmm. great it's a great part of the synergy that happens between your crowd and you when you're like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm, they trust me. And I, yeah. I always say whenever yes. I'm talking to people about my work, I have a whole like philosophy thing where I'm just like, you know, three for you, two for me. That's how mm-hmm. I, I, I work with my sets where I, I know I can't be so esoteric when I'm playing in front of people. That's for like being at home. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. some DJs are so committed to being so left that they make people feel excluded. Yeah. Um, and I think that there's a balance, right? Like, again, you don't have to play all the hits, but you also mm-hmm. don't have to play a bunch of obscure shit and have people leaving. So your job Absolutely. is, is balance. Um, and sometimes I prepare, sometimes I over-prepare for gigs. Sometimes I go in and I just freestyle it. Mm-hmm. Um, what does preparing I like a combination. look like? Uh, preparing is like, Okay, it depends on what the gig is mm-hmm. um, and what the client wants. So if I'm DJing a wedding, that's different from me, you know, you know, DJing an opening set at a show in Paris okay. versus DJing, you know, something for an intergenerational, like a family reunion kind of thing mm-hmm. versus like, I just have to, so whatever the gig is, I try to customize the flow and the energy. So if it's an intergenerational audience, then I got to mm-hmm. touch on shit that makes people who are 70 dance and people who are seven dance. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so that's part of the job is like, okay, so then I got to research music. So, you know, like for instance, um, last night I got a last minute booking for this black arts council thing at the MoMA. Mm-hmm. And I knew it was going to be mostly black people. So I was like, well, I already know how to, how to play this. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I can, mm-hmm. I can mix it up, but it's got to be black, black, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes I'm playing for a crowd where there's no black people. And I, I'm, mm. I'm navigating that too, but you know, everybody mm-hmm. loves everything we have ever made mm-hmm. musically. Exactly. So there's always black music in <clears throat> it, of course, mm-hmm. always, but yeah, right. And fuck him. <laughs> Um, but (laughs) like for real, uh, so (laughs) have you guys seen that clip of, um, Ray Uh, Charles talking about Elvis? Yes, baby. When I tell you that gave, did you see that Kia? Yes. Ooh. First of all, Ray Charles is a gift (laughs) in so many ways. A treat. Yeah. yeah. A treat. Yeah, because he's like yeah. frying Elvis and showing all his teeth. Like, <laughs> okay, and then right. at the end he's like, right. "All right, well, I didn't say too much now. All right, I got in enough trouble." Let's right, talk. right, <laughs> right. Also known as um, acting like he gives a fuck, but he doesn't. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. He's like, "Oh yes, I've said too much." It's like, no, you you said exactly. <laughs> there everything. goes my media. You training. did exactly what yeah, you came yeah, yeah. to do. You exactly. did exactly yeah, yeah. what you came to do. Shake the yeah, table. but but the set prep, it's like. There, there just has to be a healthy balance. And, and again, you all know this. I know you know it, Jade, as a chef. It's like you might be going by a recipe, but then sometimes you got to throw the recipe out and be like, mm, I know the enough spirit. of these ingredients. It's I'm always the spirit. Absolutely. And it's the spirit, right? And that's, that's the thing about the black music, right? Mm-hmm. Black, our music leads us, right? Mm-hmm. And we know, what to, we know what to do with it. And we know how to communicate with it. And for me, I feel like, DJs are storytellers too, right? We're yeah. sonic storytellers mm-hmm. where you, you get a narrative of who somebody is, what their politics are, what's important to them, how they love 
you know, all those things I think are apparent when a DJ spins, if they're mm-hmm. being honest. Yes. Yes. Cause you throw on some R Kelly. I know you ain't no good as a person. You, you ain't shit. <laughs> so. I mean, listen again, going back to the stepping piece, step in the name of love is one of the most beloved songs. Mm-hmm. It, like, for black people, but particularly for black Chicago, particularly yes. for the culture of stepping. Mm-hmm. And never again will you hear it play out of my speaker. <laughs> okay, I know that's right. Girl, we went to, better... to Babel one time, and this man was, we went for Mary's birthday. This might have been Mary's birthday, maybe 2016. And Ooh. it was a random Tuesday, and Santana's like, come on, one drink. I was like, one <laughs> drink to celebrate Mary. Fast forward, 2.30 a.m. and bitches are sweaty. Right. Lipstick right. is on our eyelids. It's Always. In the glass. I love it. Always. And yes. it was such a good time, and the DJ did such a good job, but then there was one moment where this nigga lost his shit and played R. Kelly. And when I tell you, all of Ode to Babel stopped and booed. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. And then he got it. himself back on track and you know we were able to continue to party but that shows you right there the power of a DJ. You can yes, stop exactly. the whole party if need be. You know what I'm saying? Control yeah, it's such a yeah. powerful platform. It's a mm-hmm. it's a platform and you know it, over history throughout time it's really been used for activism and to mm-hmm. really like you said tell mm-hmm. a story and mm-hmm. and you know champion a cause and yeah. that's what's been so dope about it i know that you've done some some really cool things with like the image awards and um you got to do uh what was it the um carnegie hall and the kennedy center um yeah. what's it like to be a a black girl from chicago and to be invited into certain spaces, um, like personally, like how does that feel in your body? Thank you for that question. Um, It's been a journey of learning to confront issues of worthiness because I live Mm. in white supremacy. Mm. Mm. Talk about it. And so when I'm in those spaces, I'm like, wait, I'm in this space. And if I start to freak out, I'm like, no, I belong here. And also my ancestors mm-hmm. literally probably built this fucking building. I mean, literally <laughs> so built it hands. <laughs> so there's that. So I'm just like, okay. But but I have had some, some moments of, um, what do you call it? Insecurity, right? Mm-hmm. And and some, some deep level, like, oh, wow, this is intense. Like there are a lot of people watching me do this job, listening to what I'm doing. Um, and then I, I sometimes tell this story too, cause I think it, it was a turning point for me. I was in Australia. God, I want to say it was like 2007 or something, um, playing at the Sydney opera house. And I, mm. at the time it was part of this theater show. So one of the other things that I do, and, and part of what I really love about my career that I've built is like, I've kind of just stumbled into these other worlds that incorporate DJing that are not just club cultures. So between doing stuff in theater doing like actual parties, opening concerts, um, and then the teaching piece, it's really prepared me um, for being a DJ in spaces that are more unconventional. So I was a Mm -hmm. DJ for a theater piece that was a one-man show, and I was like basically the live orchestra on turntables Mm -hmm. while this actor called Will Power, and he was very seminal in me getting into my bag in the theater world now for more than 20 years. 
it was like he he played all these different characters so i was responsible for all the like the changes like the character changes yeah. and the little beats mm-hmm. behind them and like changing scenes and da, 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 da. so we were doing that show at the sydney opera house and i just had this weird like crisis of confidence um before i went on stage and i was freaking out i was really like i don't know if you guys have ever had a moment like this where you're like oh my god i don't know if i can do this you know it's Mm -hmm. like it was it was go time and i was stopped Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so i was like what am i gonna do and then i just heard this this voice say to me it's not about you it's about the music and then i was like Mm -hmm. okay and once Mm -hmm. i heard that i remembered to humble myself because i am um i'm in service right Mm -hmm. this is this literally is okay music is here i'm a conduit for music i'm not a musician i don't sing i don't compose music the way that i present music is that's why people think djs don't do shit because they're like you just playing somebody (laughs) else's shit so what's up (laughs) um but i did realize in that moment that if i if i took my ego out of it i can perform anywhere so now when I'm in front of, you know, with Miss Hill in front of 200,000 people at Glastonbury, I'm not freaking the fuck out. I'm just like, yeah. well, this is my job mm-hmm. and I'm a vessel. Go. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what it's that's been like beautiful. to be in those spaces is I, I just try to keep it like if five people out of 10,000 are rocking with me, I'm going to focus on them. I don't care. Yeah. And you haven't lived. I mean, I, I learned about myself right in this process. There was a show in Paris where. You know, I was DJing for a, a longer time <laughs> than what was expected. And um, I had 10,000 Parisians just booing me during my set. And I was just like, wow. I just had to keep my head down and do my work. I'm not, what am I going to do? Leave the stage. That's not my, my job is to be, mm-hmm. just keep going, you know? Mm-hmm. So that kind of stuff was like, all right, I can, if I can do that, then, then I'm good in any space. And it, it's almost easier for me to spin in front of a huge crowd like that than a small venue. Because it's harder right? to focus on individual, mm-hmm. you know, you got a whole group there. You're like, okay, all right, we good. I can't, I can't please yeah. everybody in this motherfucker. Not right. Like we're people. stuck with each other. Y'all stuck with right. me, I'm stuck with you. <laughs> right. So Either you stand here in this crowd, what you gonna do? Up. You ain't going nowhere. Neither one of us is leaving. Right. Right. Neither one of us is leaving. Okay. Enjoy the ride. We're gonna figure this out. (laughs) I love that though. There's such a message in that, um, especially around, you know, focusing on the assignment. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, taking ego off the table, trusting your gift and trusting that you've prepared and just focusing on the assignment and, and letting everything else sort of fall into place. That's, that is a, a message that has a lot of crossover application. Absolutely. Um, and that's why I think that it's so important for us to sort of have these conversations. Um, because I think, you know, we talk about all the time, like there's so much that we can learn from each other. Mm-hmm. And um, there's so much about your work uh, that is that is grounded in teaching. Um I'm curious uh, about who your teachers and inspirations are currently, if you have any. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, that's that's Ooh, a really that good a question. Turn. Ooh. That was. Thank you for that. Who are my teachers now? Well, you know, definitely Miss Hill. Um, mm-hmm. I still learn from my DJ community. 
Mm. I want to say all of my peers and everyone that has come before me that, you know, I've been able to glean a bit of inspiration from, they're always my teachers. So my, so when I first moved to New York, it was in part because there was a, there's a DJ still active who's wonderful called DJ Cool Marv. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the guy that I was dating at the time in the Bay who was from New York had a bunch of his mixtapes and they were, they're just beautifully crafted. I highly recommend checking him out. Um, and it's cool Marv with a Q cause he was a Q or he is a Q, whatever. All um, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, he's a, he's a Philly dude and, you know, mm-hmm. been in New York forever, but just has the most brilliant ear and way of presenting music. And he's just sort of like an internal an eternal you know, teacher and inspiration for me. Um, any of my women friends that are DJs, I'm always learning from because I just think the courage that it takes to stand up here in yourself as a, as a black woman and do this mm-hmm. work is, is always like, none of us are the same, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's because we complement each other. I'm just like, okay, you know, Monday blue and Sally and Quinette and Lene, Denise and Brina Payne and just like there's just I, there's some there's so many women I'm not even like naming all the way so I'm I'm leaving people out but you know some these women are also my friends you know some of them mm-hmm. um and I just I continuously when I hear them play or I watch them I'm just like oh shit like they make me want to yeah. go back to the lab and do better you know mm, so yeah. that that teaching is like in my peer group um, mm-hmm. and in people who are doing different things. And I, and I just think I also learn from people in different disciplines. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it just, I, I don't, I feel like the teaching and the inspiration is so um, pervasive that I can't even mm-hmm. name all the people. That's mm-hmm. dope. I have a yeah. question. Yes. You, so so from a DJ perspective, because we never get to hear it, please tell us how you all really feel about requests. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that is a here's good a good question. <laughs> it's a good question. I'm gonna say more more often than not, most of the DJs that I know can't stand them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have shifted over time to it depends on who it is how they ask and what they ask for. Mm-hmm. Mm, and, okay. and as long as it's not intrusive or disruptive to my flow, anybody can ask for what they want. Um, but in some environments, no, I don't want you to don't talk to me. Mm, um, in, especially, you know, generally with black folks, it's okay. Unless they're like pushy, you know, about wanting to hear some regular ass shit. Um, it's also hot girl summer, (laughs) right? (laughs) Right. Or, you know, it's the, the more annoying thing is when I get requests that have nothing to do with the energy in the room. Mm -hmm. That's more Mm -hmm. annoying to me when I'm like, if the room is vibing and you come up and you ask for something that is just so the opposite of that, I don't Mm -hmm. understand what you're, you're, you're only thinking about yourself. Yourself. (laughs) Exactly. We're having a collective experience. So what I have learned is that when I opened myself a little bit more to people at just asking politely, if their approach was respectful and they had a dope request, sometimes that helped me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause sometimes mm-hmm. you're, you're so in your thing, right. About how you do what you do. 
mm-hmm. that some somebody can come and make a brilliant suggestion that fits and you're like oh my god thank you you know what thank you mm-hmm. thank you <laughs> like i've told people that so many times i'll be like oh shit i forgot yes like because they get it right so and it depends so this on is, the vibes yeah. it depends on the vibe you know and it's like i i do believe that being you know djing with people it's a it's a conversation it's a, conversation. It's a give and take mm-hmm. And I'm not just going to shut you down on GP, mm-hmm. but, you know, make it make sense. <laughs> that's why God didn't I make me a DJ, because I'd scream at everything. This ain't the goddamn skating rink. Don't ask me nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 You know, uh, one, of my, one of my favorite DJs and closest friends, DJ Remarkable, she has this brilliant Oh, shirt that yeah. Says, Let me tell you. DJ know, Remarkable you know I mean? is zero tolerance for bullshit. She is zero tolerance. You know? I love it. So, her, you know, she has this brilliant T-shirt that says, baby, trust your DJ. <laughs> yeah, you know, do it, baby. Trust your DJ, and I love that. And it's like, yes, of course, trust us. So I don't welcome them, mm-hmm. but it just I vibe it out. You know what I mean? If you approach mm-hmm. me in a certain type of way, I don't even want to hear what you have to say. If you're mm-hmm. folks and you're respectful, and I think you might have some something good to offer, I'm I'm open. I'm not saying I'm gonna play it, but right, right, I will hear you, right. <laughs> But don't I be coming up in here. We playing Kate Renata and you want to hear Drake's Tootsie Slide. Like, <laughs> right, right, don't right, nobody, right, right. <laughs> don't nobody right. want that. Right, right. And don't, definitely don't stick your phone in my face with oh, your God. request on it or your Spotify. Oh, like, that That shit oh, really God. bothers me. When people stick their devices in your face for a request, it's like... Yo, I'm not I'm not a human playlist. Like you can't just come mm-hmm. up to me and press buttons and get what you want. I'm yes. not a vending machine for music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And you've yeah. really you've really showed us cuz as much as I love DJs and as much as I know you and DJ Tara and know all the beautiful Yay! spaces that you all have been in some of my favorite very favorite <laughs> black women DJs DJs period. Let's just talk about yeah. it. Mm -hmm. Um, You guys are some of my absolute favorites, but I love how you've been able to show us the diversity within this field Mm -hmm. that we don't otherwise get to see. You know, I don't I don't Mm -hmm. pair DJs with theater. So it's awesome to be able to hear about these diverse experiences that you're having within. And it's such an inspiration to some of our younger people who might be listening who want to go into unconventional fields in other ways. We're broadening as a people so much mm-hmm. where things like podcasting and DJs, DJing are things that can be studied and can, yeah. you know, these are things you love and you can turn them into actual careers. And so I think it's mm-hmm. beautiful that you've been able to to give us a little tidbit of that in this conversation. We're really grateful for that. Thank you. Yeah, Thank I you. Just have- One more question that actually ties to that statement really nicely, Jade. Uh, if you have advice, like we've talked a lot about sort of the art and and sort of learning the skill behind uh, DJing itself. But from a business perspective, since this mm. is your career, um, what advice would you give someone who is thinking about following in your footsteps, but is thinking also thinking about like, you know, what other skills or experiences or insight or knowledge might she might she need <laughs> um yeah. that, that is outside of just the music part mm-hmm. like what what yeah. would you wish somebody would have told you 20 years ago <laughs> um well one thing is it, it ties into also what you were saying jade that ties into this too oops so beautifully is um one thing 
What was I going to say? I lost my little train. Um, <laughs> one, one thing about it is, oh my God, what did I, I really had something like queued up in my brain. Okay. It'll come Wait, back. Jade, just what did you just time. say? And then I'll go back I into said, that. Oh, the diversity within the field. And then uh, Kia asked okay. about the business. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what I was, the first thing I wanted to say is that I've been saying for years, even before the pandemic, There's no such thing, in my opinion, as job security. Mm -hmm. Unless Mm -hmm. you are a mortician, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) You're a mortician or you own a bar. There's pretty much no thing that isn't (laughs) up for grabs in the marketplace to come along and totally, you know, blow your wig back on. Mm -hmm. For instance, like... Remember growing up, it was like the postal service, like that was like a respectable, reliable job. Yes. How many of these industries have been cut off at the knees that seem like lifelong pathways to security? Mm -hmm. So the thing with that for me, and when I really like tapped into that and I was like, well, ain't no job secure. So why not DJ? Right. Mm -hmm. So I, I, you know, the, the first thing is like, if music is your passion, there's a way to make it viable. And especially in today's world where there's never been more access to technology, there's never been Mm -hmm. more access to communication with other people about Mm -hmm. what you do. Um, So that, that thing about job security, like you create your own job security, as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. Um, Then what I would tell people as, you know, some advice beyond being authentic to who you are with the music that you play is to, you know, study study your craft study your history um of djs Mm -hmm. right study your history of djs i often have heard um women and other djs who maybe have been marginalized in one way or the other be like well when i started in 2010 (laughs) there were no women djs and i'm like girl what like not that you even have to know who i you don't have to know who i am but i knew that when i started in 1992 that i was standing on somebody's fucking shoulders i just knew it even if i didn't know her name Mm -hmm. we've always been everywhere we're fucking black women are you kidding me like we've always been doing whatever everybody's like fuck out of here so there's that um so study you know study your shit study the pioneers study your peers um and then also be really tight about your business acumen like i'm still learning so much because i'm you know i'm a water sign so i'm just like i just want to play the music but it's like girl that invoice is due get the I know you would do it for free, but you're not. So fucking yes. get, you know, and if you're not good Be at about it, your get somebody business. to, right. if you mm-hmm. don't, if you're only good at the creative part, then build a team around you. That's good at logistics. Yeah, That's what I wish somebody would have told me. Get mm-hmm. somebody who's, who's going to help you do the things that help you shine because those details are so critical. You know, mm-hmm. be, be grateful to the clients that are good to you. Send them thank you notes, um, mm-hmm. you know, everyone. So, you know, just be mindful of the the blessing, the deep, deep blessing it is to share music with people as a living um, and ref- have that reflected in how you move, you know, mm-hmm. show, show up on time, be um, communicative if you're not happy with something. Mm-hmm. Um, and respectful, you know, you can be firm. Like I had to hold my ground with some shit recently. I had a really big gig 
And they tried to play me and basically put me on DJ Punch. They, they have my gear set up in a corner. So I showed up to the gig and I was like, what, 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 what? Why's my stuff over? And they were like, oh, well, you know, logistically, we just had to make this decision. I said, you're going to have to make another decision. Like mm. advocate for yourself. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting off tap. The succinct thing that I mean to say is advocate for yourself when your spirit is telling you that you're not being treated the way that you deserve to be treated. Mm-hmm. And that yeah, something really. is not to your liking when you've earned that, right? I'm not new. So it, I'm not paying a due at this point. Mm-hmm. At this point, mm-hmm. I'm there to do a job. You booked me at a certain caliber and then you wanted to diminish my role and I'm not, mm-hmm. we're not doing that. But I can communicate respectfully about it. I'm not going to throw a tantrum. I'm not going to curse you out. But I'm going to make sure that this this changes because it has to if you want me to do my job and be happy. So ad- advocate for yourself. Study your shit. Um, stay up on Get your craft. Yeah. Get a team if you're not good at that. Some people are very good at doing all those pieces of it. I'm not. I'm not one mm-hmm. of those people. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I lack focus <laughs> in some very deep i'm working but, on you, it, but right? not awareness apparently so that there, there you, you go. go yeah 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 no, so you this know it's such a dope conversation mm-hmm. i have learned so much yeah. and i have enjoyed this time getting to know you yeah. and learning more about all of the amazing things that you have done and are doing through your awesome yeah. career i want everyone yes. to know that dj reborn is also proof positive that if you drink your water and mind your business, oh, you will baby. age in reverse. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. True. Cocoa butter. Shout out yes. to Palmers. Moisturize <laughs> for your nerves. Moisturize your skin. Yes, okay. Exactly. I, y'all got to tune into the Patreon to, to see this Honey, beautiful face because the visuals are visualizing. Thank you listen, so much. Listen, I ain't going to put so her business kind. out there, but I want y'all to note Mama said, I got my start in 1992. So go ahead and do that. Go ahead and put that together mm-hmm, and go look mm-hmm. at them pores and figure out do where you've maps. gone wrong in the life. Get it calculated. Do the math. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say one last thing before yeah. you go. Yeah. Your ear, the fact, I, I, I can attest to this is how your brain thinks <laughs> because we were at Mary's album release where we we uh robin and i both um along with charlie uh hosted a conversation around mary's nah album make sure y'all check that out you know we love a shameless plug that brilliant album go mary that brilliant out al- that brilliant album and not just because she's the homie and as we're sitting there robin whispers to me Oh, when it's over, I'm going to mix. And I can't remember what song it was, but you were like, I'm going to mix such and such with Ahurum Ganaya. And I was like, go the fuck off. Like, look at how your brain just works. Like, stop. <laughs> stop I it. love that you remember that. I love that you remember oh, that. Oh, I do. Wait, I love I that your brain. Th- question. I'm sorry. Yes. I don't trust you. I'm so sorry. Can I make a quick shameless plug for something Hell I'm doing yes. this weekend? Please. Yes. Please. And thank you, ladies, for having me. I've really enjoyed the of conversation. Course. And thank you for the thank questions. They were all good ones. Thank um, you so much. Uh, so this Saturday, June 18th, I um, am doing something that's different for me, which I'm very excited about. I, I've been brought on as a co-curator with an organization called 651 Arts um, to do an event called DJ Reborn and Friends. And they were extremely responsive to my vision of like what that could mean. So 
It's Saturday, June 18th in downtown Brooklyn. The first part of it is a panel discussion at the Center for Fiction on um, mm. Lafayette and uh, what's that cross street? Ashland. I think it's we'll put the Lafayette link in and the Ashland. It's somewhere for sure. But um, yeah. it's called so the event because it's Juneteenth weekend. It's called Sonic Liberation with DJ Reborn and Friends. I'm the co-curator. So the from one to three, we have a panel at the Center for Fiction, which. Um, is going to include myself, the extremely brilliant uh, visual visual artist Carol Walker. If anybody knows her work, she oh! is like a legend, and mm-hmm. I have been DJing parties for her over the years now for many many years. So she's like, you know, I'm still a fangirl with her too. So I don't even yes. know how to. Yeah, anyway, she says yes, so I'm grateful. So it's myself, right. Kara Walker, Kara Young, who is a brilliant actor who was just nominated for a Tony, but she's one of my mm-hmm. theater world friends who I've been in shows yes. with, and she is about to be like a huge, huge, huge star in mm-hmm. Hollywood as a black woman, and she's just phenomenal. Um, Kara Young, Kara Walker, DJ Lene Denise, who's a scholar and a DJ. Um, who's extremely brilliant, uh, who I've known for years as well through the DJ world, and Madison McFerrin, who oh! is an incredible vocalist, producer, Don't artist. Worry. So Be yes, happy. exactly. Her, <laughs> her, her her papa coined that. Madison is fire. Mm. Um, so we're having a conversation about how, as, as Black women, we utilize music in our practice of making art. Um, and you know, just as a liberatory sort of ancillary piece to what, to what we do. And I love that. Um, I'm the, I mean, Lene is another DJ, but anyway, it's just about how black women interact with music in their art. Um, mm-hmm. and then there are community DJ lessons across the street on the plaza at 300 Ashland place led mm-hmm. by DJ Monday blue and DJ Brina Payne, who are both brilliant black women, DJs, um, and artists. And yes. then and then that flows into a dance party also on the plaza that I will be DJing with um, Lene Denise and DJ Quinette. And if you guys have never heard of her, Q-U-I-N-N-E-T-T-E. She's like a young black woman DJ in her 20s. She's fire. She's from the South. She's yes. just moved up to New York. She really does amazing things as a DJ and as a okay. presenter. So. Sonic Liberation with DJ Reborn and Friends. It's free. People just have to um, go to the 651 Arts website to RSVP to any of these events. But everything is free. The whole day goes from 1 to 8.30. Um, but I think all of it is going to be rich and fun. And just I wanted all Black women involved in every aspect of it. So I'm really I'm proud of like curating something for the first time. Oh, and also Monica Williams, who's my co-curator. At 651 yes. Art, she's brilliant. So she's helping me bring to life. Sorry, last thing I'm going to plug. Um, I've been developing for years now this theater piece um, that centers Black women DJs. So it's sort of like the vagina monologues for Black women DJs. Yes. <laughs> for women DJs globally. But, you know, that's that's coming. That's like, you know, that's in the pipeline. So. Sorry, I just well, had to we're going to stay. No, please. We're yeah, going to no, stay tuned apologize. for that. We yeah. want to yes. know about the vagina monologue of DJs. Absolutely. So. <laughs> yes, yes, like, yes. This episode would be complete without that. We will have the link in the description box to everything that Robin just yeah. mentioned. So make sure yeah. you all check that out. If you are local, I will, I will see you there. I will yes. definitely be there. And Robin, thank you so, so, so much this for coming and sharing space. Thank you for having me. so much fun. Thank you. Me yes. too. Love you ladies. Thank you. It's an honor to be on this brilliant podcast and just to interact with you. So thank you. 
it's been an, it's honor, an honor to, to have you. With you. Make sure you all stick around for the next segment and make sure you hit up the description box to check out Robin and all of the different places that you can find her. Period. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. Ooh, it's time for the petty peeves. So you know that in travel, uh, you know, it's never without some sort of challenge. Never, ever, ever. Um, If you tuned in for the pre-show, you heard about my wonderful seatmate who was just a delight to sit next to. Just a delight. We had zero conversation, but so much communication, if that makes (laughs) sense. Uh, And it was great. It was Um, a connection. It was a vibe. It was a vibe, okay? But upon getting off of the plane, which that flight going back home was delayed almost two hours. My God. Um. I got to get my bag from baggage claim and the belt was broken uh, in baggage claim that all of of the luggage for three flights was loaded into. Mm. So we are literally waiting there for almost an hour for luggage to come. And you know, that comes with all kinds of festive activity. Oh my. Um, There's people yelling at the airport people because they're not getting their luggage. Mm -hmm. You know, there's those of us who are like, listen, I know that's not your fault. This is broken. But if somebody could communicate with us so that we're not just standing here with our dicks in our hands. Looking stupid. Um, Right. But that is not what my petty peeve is. It's not about the belt nor the lack of communication. It is about the tall white man with the white hair. I'll show you all on the Patreon. (laughs) Come on, a photo. Not a photo finish. Oh, I took a video of him because I wanted to make him as uncomfortable as I possibly could. Um, You should just send a video to where I zoomed in that very tall man right Mm -hmm. there. Uh, also right there. Um, so he comes and stands when I tell you directly in front of me, like as if you're not not even there and I don't stand up on the thing because that irritates me too. But also like, I mean, if that's what you choose to do, I'm not talking to you about it, but I choose not to, I stand back, but he comes and stands literally in front of me where he's in my personal space. So and he's tall. He's like six three. So I was like, of all the places to stand, you just had to stand right in front of me, huh? Instead of gaining some awareness and giving up my bad, or didn't realize oh, I was so Lord. close to you, or anything, he turns to me and says, "I didn't know you owned the space." <laughs> oh Lord. Oh gosh. Uh, if you have children listening this to going. this, um, if you yourself have sensitive ears, uh, or what I just, I'm just going to give you this moment right this second to turn this off and or down. If you're at work listening mm-hmm. to this, 
Come on, disclaimer. You know that's it. And I've been really working on my my responses to people and how my pendulum swings if I'm going to, you know, how I want to respond so that I'm heard. But in this particular moment, that arrogant ass response didn't get nothing but a fuck you, motherfucker. Get the fuck. (laughs) So there he goes. Nice mouth. I was like, I do have a nice fucking mouth. And now I'm going to fucking talk to you for the rest of the fucking time that we're standing in a fucking baggage fucking claim. Then he starts walking around. I said, I'm going to still keep yelling at you as you walk across the fucking baggage claim because there's no fucking reason for you to fucking respond. Went off. You a nice mouth? I'm going to show you a nice mouth, nigga. I'm going to show you a nice Mm -hmm. fucking mouth. All you had to do was say, excuse me, and move over just a smidge. But you didn't do that. And so now I'm going to embarrass the both of us in this baggage claim. <laughs> and I don't get embarrassed. So it's just you. Exactly. <laughs> and I took his video and I cussed him out while I took his video. And I made sure he knew I was doing that. I mean, when I tell you, I just literally followed him around the whole back i'm gonna make i'm gonna make you so uncomfortable that you leave your luggage at the airport i mean i mean i actually cussed him out way better than that i can't remember everything but i mean i tell you it flowed off my tongue like honey like honey i'm sure (laughs) in the moment it was you know some of your best work it was no. It was. It was. Uh, it was. I hadn't. I hadn't been that on in a long time. I Thank you, sister. I absolutely <laughs> believe that you really shined in that. In that. Yeah, I did. I did. And I people did. are trash. What's your and pe- that, <laughs> which brings me to my petty peeve. And so, mm, please. I just want to say, generally speaking, that anti-blackness isn't a global phenomenon. Yeah. I want, I want, I mean, a lot of people, you know, I know that, that America has a really rich legacy of, of white supremacy, um, but you know, well these, these matters are global concerns, right? Mm-hmm. And so even down in our neighboring country of Mexico, um, oh, there is a very hearty... It's a very hearty and palpable um, sort of, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it is a it is in the air. You sort mm-hmm. of, and even with the language barrier, because Felicia said something that was very, um, very key. She was like, I may not fully understand language, but I understand tone. Mm-hmm. I understand sort of like nonverbal body language. And mm-hmm. there is a, tension there's a it's something that sort of it's like a it's like a layer that sort of covers every sort of interaction um you know that you may have with a with someone as a black person mm-hmm. in in Mexico mm-hmm. so we had several exchanges with the hotel staff that were really disappointing um mm. You know, and not only because we were black, but I also feel like because we were black women, there there were a mm. couple of instances where other people in the group who were male were able to sort of get further faster. They were able to get responses mm-hmm. 
quicker. They were able to sort of engage the staff in a particular way um, when, you know, just, you, you know, black women sort of vocalizing our needs, concerns, issues, uh, mm-hmm. expectations. We were not met mm-hmm. with the same level of response. And so mm-hmm. beyond this being a petty peeve, um, and I'm just, I, I, I don't want to get too deep down because we you already, you know, got a lengthy episode. I don't want to get too deep down into the examples, but I was really disheartened by mm. the way that we were treated in restaurants, in in uh, sort of shopping centers, you know, around mm. the pool staff. You know, you ask a question or, you know, and people just sort of assume that you don't know something or mm-hmm. it's very like, you know, you're trying to communicate and it's very like a panicked, like, I don't, I don't speak English. Mm-hmm. Please don't talk to me. And they're like, run away from you literally. And it's like, well, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to beat you up, sis. I just need another washcloth. But um, it's yeah. really something. And and I mean, like, even with management, like, we had an issue with our room where we paid for a room with two beds. They only had a room with one bed. And the manager essentially told Felicia that, you know, another family came in and they have kids. And so we gave them the room with two beds because y'all don't need it. <laughs> okay. 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 What? Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, but oh. we pay for it. it like, we pay for it. And, you know, you promised and there was no contingency in the contracts or in the agreements that said that these beds were only, you know, uh, you know, based upon availability or first come, first serve. Like, and so, yeah, you know, you, you, and, and I mean, so you just arbitrarily determining who needs what based on what you perceive. Um, you know, what this family, this is a family and they're checking in together and I'm like, okay, well, I mean. So was that ever rectified? No. Or did y'all have to sleep together the whole time? Well, I mean, there was a sofa bed. Oh, wow. And, um, you know, we had to sort of negotiate that, but even like there was a sofa bed, but there were no sheets on it. So then we had to call them and sort of get bedding and then they bought a blanket, but didn't bring sheets. And so it's like, okay, so you got to sleep straight on the couch. Like what, what's happening. And then we would go oh, to somebody else's room, like right. a guy's room and the sofa bed is made like, like made, like a okay. bed would be made. Uh-huh. So like, Listen. it's like, okay, y'all like, <laughs> okay. But Mex- Mexico is a country and a culture that is also, um, unfortunately a victim of white supremacy. And yeah. And the patriarchy reigns supreme. So and, we get it. Exactly. Yeah. We get it. So, so it was just, yeah. you know, you know, I'm not saying that it ruined the weekend or anything like that, but it is really mm-hmm. sad in, in terms of, you know, especially given the kind of work that I do where we're trying to sort of, you know, call attention to the instances of these things, sort of see how deeply steeped sort of conventional practice is in these very problematic ideals and belief about black and brown bodies. Um, it's crazy mm-hmm. because, you know, mm-hmm on the broader, bitter, bigger spectrum, like we're all people of color down here. I know I might be a little bit darker than you, but mm-hmm. we are mm-hmm. all the same. <laughs> but, you know, mm-hmm. I digress. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to sort of mm-hmm. say that that was a sour, a sour note on an otherwise amazing 
yeah. amazing, uh, you know, getaway. But yeah, I mean, it's just corny. It's corny at this point. Mm-hmm. But what mm-hmm. can we do? Damn. Well, what can we do? And I'm I'm like down here trying to Google Translate. Like you guys are being problematic, but <laughs> <laughs> white people have ruined you too. Exactly. Don't let them like, take I don't over. even understand what is happening here. You guys really need to step up your DEI training. You really need to understand how systemic racism. No, that's is- disheartening, though. That's yeah, disheartening. It's, it's too much. It's too much. That's but- disheartening. Okay. What this concludes hell? this week's episode yes. of Getting Grown. We want to first shout out uh, uh, all of our graduates again and echo yes. our, uh, you know, what we said earlier about how proud we are of you and how much we look forward to celebrating you every year. Thank you guys every for continuing year. to send in your announcements, celebrating your accomplishments and the accomplishments of your loved ones. We also want to shout mm-hmm. out our amazing guest the kitchen table dj reborn uh, yes i really did learn a lot in that conversation and i'm so grateful um for robin and for her amazing work and i hope that you all support all of the the initiatives and events and the great work that she's doing especially the one coming yes. up this weekend in brooklyn get down to the down there because it's free 99 all right all right information is in the description box um in the meantime, in between time, is summertime officially. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Which means that you need to be hydrating those internals, drinking that water. As often uh, as you can. Summertime is as often as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. Summertime also means, and make sure you're also getting your nutrients, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, summertime also means that, you know, niggas like to be outside and things pop off so you need to mind your business that's, that's the best way that you can it's go really the best okay? thing to do it's the it's the ultimate form of self-protection and self-preservation mm-hmm. in another form of self-preservation and if you need an example of this, head on down to the Patreon so you can look at the illustrious Robin, yes. aka DJ Reborn, for and a prime example yes. of moisturizing yourself. Okay, mm-hmm. from your little, if you all decide to have the bottom of your little ass cheeks out, make sure you hit those with some cocoa butter too. The cheeks on your face and the cheeks behind you. Why, sis? Because your black will crack if it's dry. Bye. Nothing's worse than those little cracks on your ass cheeks. You when you don't I mean, hit them with some lotion. They're very visible, especially in the summertime. Yeah, yeah. And sunblock. Yeah. Wear sunblock, please. Yes. Ooh. Black girl sunscreen. Go ahead and yes, get your Yes, indeed. Sun. Yes, indeed. All right. Love y'all. Take care now. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA.